The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. telephone number dear listener it's going to be one of those shows tonight i've just i've just got a feeling guys i've just got a feeling this is the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio you can call in about anything you want um anything goes big small light heavy stupid or clever oh three four four 499-1000-03-44-499-1000. You'll speak to Catherine. She will take your name and number and we'll give you a call back straight away. Here are the, here are the things I've got so far. Um, and, and I don't know if we can make a radio show out of this. I don't know if the... One, two, three, four, five things I've written down can be stretched out into three hours of broadcast phenomenon. Number one. Has anyone ever had a dog actually called Fido or Rover? It's the, it's the, the, the what we are led to believe as children is the, are the commonest, most common, the most common of dogs' names. Yeah, I've never met a Fido. 
I've never met a rover. Have you? 0344 499 Um, <laughs> why have I written this down? All right, yeah. Um, what's... Since I discovered elasticated sheets about five years ago, why would anyone buy a sheet that isn't elasticated? Uh, it's not really much of a talking point, but there you go. Oh, you know the rectangular batteries, the 9-volt batteries, right? And we might need someone to try this out for us. You'd have to be over 18. You know when you lick the the end of the 9-volt battery, you get like a little electric tingle on your tongue. Does that happen if you put it on your fanny? 0344 499 1000. Um, oh, flipping it, man. We'll talk about the... You heard the story about the sonic weapon being used. Have you heard this? Oh, mate. It's a brilliant story. Somebody in an American embassy has has got brain damage after they think a sonic weapon was used on them. I think it's in China. It's the second time it's happened. There was one in Cuba. The American embassy, someone heard a strange noise and got brain damaged. Oh, big story. Big story. You won't hear that on the MM. That's the mainstream media because mainstream is one word. They call it MSM. That's fake news. And um, brainstorm and green needle. It's the new Laurel Yanni. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Dan. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Ian. How are we? Uh, Dan, I'm uh, I'm uh, tickety-boo this evening. Tickety-boo. What you got for us? Ian, I, I, I listened to XTC like you told me. Good boy, good boy. Mate, I'm, I'm loving making plans for Nigel. It is a tune, man. I've been listening to it all day. Okay, it's one of their weakest tunes, but okay, carry on. Do you know what? Well, I think, I think you know, I, I'm getting into them just slowly but surely. I yeah. thought, you know what? That was the first couple of, well, there's a few couple of songs that obviously came up first when I put them into Spotify. That came up. I was like, you know what? Why not give them a go? And they're actually yeah. pretty decent. Uh, well, here's, here's, here's what you need to listen to now. Go and listen to Senses Working Overtime. All right, Sense is working over time. Go and listen to it and give us a call back when you've heard it tonight, please, Dan. Okay, what is it to say again? Sense is working overtime by XTC. Will do. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. And then when he's done that, when he's done Sense is working overtime by XTC, then, dear listener, then I think he might be ready for this bad boy. I missed it. I missed it. I missed the, the thing. It was a long old intro. It was a long old intro. Let's um, let's let's go to the guy who said he'd never call me four times. I think he said that now. It's Wasim. Um, hello. Yes, Wasim. Yeah, uh, evening. Um, yeah, I want to pick up from what I was saying the other day about uh, the mental health documentary. If you don't mind me, if I've got your permission to talk about it talk about whatever you want just just just, just I, I, I find it hilarious that you i find it hilarious that you keep saying you're never going to call me again and, and then you do and that's fine and, and you need to you need to recognize your attraction to me but carry on yes yeah I mean, you're, you're a decent guy man you know <laughs> but uh, okay um yeah i say i saw the documentary um a few days ago sorry um yeah a few days ago on the, on the channel five and uh, yes. i found it really interesting i didn't think trisha would be on there of all people. Um, but, I mean, I just found that I could resonate with quite a lot of what you're saying. Not everything. 
and um, I think it was a really good documentary. Thanks very much. I d- I've not watched it. Yeah, have you not watched it? No. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, there's one or two things you said there that I've, I've been in a similar situation. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, um, I don't want to talk about it because I don't think it's going to be right for me to mention that thing. Well, hang on, but then you've... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm an, so okay, you want to talk about you want you phoned up to talk about yeah. something that you don't want to talk about? No, I do want to talk about it. I just thought it might be awkward. Why is it awkward? It's not awkward for um, me. I feel a bit embarrassed, mate. That's what it is. To be feel emba- it's not, no, no need to feel embarrassed about mental health. Yeah, I'm sorry. The reason I kept cutting you after the day was because of people were commenting on YouTube, and I thought it'd be weird. Well, ignore. Here's the thing. Why, why do you care what people on YouTube think? Why they do keep you saying things like, "Oh, you must have pictures of Ian on your wall." And well, stuff, I, I suspect you? that you probably do. I, I've said no, a lot. I've said. Yeah, a, I'm not. <laughs> well, no, but you do <laughs> seem. I'm not stalking it. Trust me. Well, you do seem a little obsessed. I'm not obsessed. I, I find some elements of your show interesting. Yeah, you like the show. Video. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, I do like the show. Yeah, That's well, true. here's the thing then. Stop saying yeah. you're going to stop calling me because... I, I said that before and I, you know, I'm sorry about that. You've said it like I'm three sorry. or four times and you also... Yeah, you I'm, do, I'm sorry about whatever happened. And, I, and also, I don't... You, you do send yeah. passive-aggressive emails. I don't uh, think you... I don't think you know what passive... I don't think you know what manners are. Or what passive aggression is, yeah, because you do. Yeah, I do know what passive aggression means, but you just, that was a response at the time. No, you've done, right, it, you've done it about email. half a dozen times, man. Yeah, I should have sent you emails, you're right. Um, you're, you're absolutely beautiful. My... So stop sending you, me no, emails. No, 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 listen, I'm, I'm sorry if I've come across as rude. That's never been my intention. Okay. And I do apologise to you. Right, I passing. accept your apology. You have come across as rude, and I accept your apology. <laughs> yeah, well, there's been a reason for that, Ian, but... Um... Oh, here we go. No, 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 it just, I felt like you were rude to me in the past, and that's why I was rude back to you. Isn't Maybe that funny? Isn't that funny? I accepted your apology, and you've instantly qualified the apology. Isn't that no, funny? I'm not having a dig in. I'm not having a dig. No, seriously. you are. You, liter- you literally are. I've accepted your apology, and then you've had to qualify the apology. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I accept your apology. Thank you. It's very kind of you. Yeah. I'm being serious. I'm not being patronising. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I saw the documentary, and... Um, a lot of the things, some of the things you were saying about, you know, um, when you were in a position where you thought, just say if I ended it all, what would happen? I also found myself in a in a similar position, and um, I walked out my job yesterday because I couldn't handle the job. What it was, was it? just, it was a very mean sales environment. Just, yeah. So how did you, how did you, how did you walk out? Did you say to them up yours? Did you just leave? Did you not come back from lunch? What happened? Um, but I mean, this time around, I was agonising. I was, wasn't a job for seven weeks. It was a sales job. I'm not a salesperson. I find sales very. I find it very mean. Uh, I find the people very ruthless and I find it a very cruel sort of callous environment. And I've been agonising for seven weeks. You know, should I leave? Should I stay? I just. It was really. You know, it got to a point where people started arguing. I had an argumentative person working with me. I'm not very loud. And I just felt really uncomfortable. And it was, you know, driving to work, I just kept, I didn't feel like basically going to work. I wanted to just keep driving. And I just told my manager, I'm really sorry, you know, uh, I don't think it's for me. And he said to me, you, have, you know, you can give it a chance. But I said, I can't do the sales thing because oh. I, I think sales is very cruel, personally. And I think you, you really patronize customers and, you know, you don't tell them the whole truth and stuff. And I can't do it, you know. It's affecting my mental health, to be honest with you. I didn't say that to him, but... Yeah. Well, good. Well, you then it sounds like you've made the right yeah, decision. 
Just, I, feel like a I, I bet you do, but there's no reason to. Yeah. Feel like if anything, if anything, you have proved by walking out of something that was making you ill. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a that's a very successful, positive thing to do. It's happened to me before, as well, Ian, and um, then you know I've been ringing around agency, oh. and one or two said to me, you know, you keep walking out of jobs. What's wrong with you? Well. Why do your jobs last? And people are having a go at me now. Okay. Well, listen. I'm going to play something. I want you to tell me what word you hear. All right. It's not Laurel and Yanni. Okay. This yeah. is better than you know the Laurel and Yanni thing. Uh, no, but if you if you play, I might. Right, be able right. To so that's this isn't this is better than Laurel and Yanni. Tell me what word you hear, right? Okay. Did you hear that? No. Okay. Listen, listen again. You're listening for the word brainstorm. Okay. okay? Listen for the word okay. brainstorm. You ready? Here we go. Okay. Sure. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah. It was like. You heard brainstorm, yeah? Okay, I'm going to play you something else now. Now listen for the word green needle, okay? Okay. Green needle. So I'm going to play you something different. Sure. Yeah, I heard that. You heard that? You heard green needle? Yep. Right, I'm going to play you, play you the first one again, and you're listening for the word brainstorm, okay? Okay, no problems. Did you hear brainstorm? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same clip. This is the nuts thing. This is the new Laurel and Yanni. It's exactly the same clip. And whichever word you think of, brainstorm or green... Honestly, this is nuts, uh, uh, Wasim. This blew my mind today. Both brainstorm and green needle are kind of being said at the same time. And whichever one you think of, that's the one that you hear. Yeah, it's a bit of a grey area, isn't it? No, it's, it's a head flip. Hey, yeah, Wasim, well, listen. That's a way of saying it, yeah. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks for calling, man. Ta-ta. 03444991000. Gatford? Hi. Listen to Brainstorm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. you heard that? Right. Yep. Now, yeah, you do, yeah. Yeah, now listen to Green Needle. You heard True. that? Yeah. It's exactly the same clip. Dear listener, right, I'm going to play, honestly, it's the same clip. I'm going to play it now. While you're listening at home, you you have to think of either Brainstorm... Or green needle, right? Brainstorm okay. or green needle. I'm going to go for brainstorm, right? Whichever one you think of, yep. that's what you're going to hear, okay? okay? Here we go. It's not very loud, but here we go. Spot on. Yeah, I heard, I heard green needle, because that's what I was thinking of. Isn't that funny? That is weird. Whichever one you think of out of those two, that's what you hear. When when will this be investigated on Howard Hughes at the weekend? <laughs> Honestly, because with the Yanni Laurel thing, I think there was a little bit of trickery going on. I think it depended on where they were where they were getting the audio from. What I, I think there was yeah, some trickery. It, 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 and also, I didn't believe the dress one either. No, I didn't believe the dress one either. I, I think that was I, nonsense. I, I thought something. I'm colourblind, so I assumed I was wrong. Yeah. Well. So. Um, but this is, this is, this is, I'll do it one more time. So, dear listener, think of either Brainstorm or Green Needle. It's the same, I swear it's the same clip. So, in my kid's life, it's the same clip, right? Okay. So, if you thought of one, think of the other. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, Brainstorm. I hope Green Needle. Yeah, there you go. You're in the nuts. It's bizarre. What is going on? I think you've opened up the dark web. Well. And, um, and you found something. And someone, or 
someone has contacted you from the dark web. Um, I did. Yes. <laughs> this and, sent, and sent you something. Um, this shut it, pal. That's what I think. So I'm that's fairly thing. sure you're not going to be on the radio next week now. Well, well, we, I'm going to. I am going to talk about sonic weaponry in a minute. Grace, a cracking. Have you heard this story about the 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 uh, uh, the dude? I had it on Radio Four. It's a proper story. Go on, no, the dude. Right, hang on a minute. Tell you what, stay there, Gatford, because I want to go to the ads. 03444991000. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, so someone has said there's, there's, um, like a tasting version of Laurel Yanni. Jenny says... It's a bit like if you drink water, but think milk. You taste milk. Milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, chocolate's made. Can we get some water, please? Gatford, do you have access to water? Me? Hello, Gatford? Yeah, yeah, I've got access. Do you want to go and get some water? Do you have access to water? Yeah, yeah, there's water in the house. Yeah. Okay, could you could you get some? Well, you, yeah, you're going to gonna, um, taste my milk. Cold, I assume, yeah? Sure. Jenny Brocking. It, I do hope that's water that's you're pouring water, out. Yeah, definitely water, yeah. Jenny Brocking, who is at Very Atheist on Twitter, at Very Atheist. If she's wrong, guys, then we're all going to report her tweet so, as so abusive or harmful. Do I think milk right. as I drink the water? Before you drink it, before you drink it. Okay. Think milk. Think milk. Hang on a minute. Mm. Stay there. Da- Dan? Yeah, you're right. C- could you chant think milk with me, please? Yeah, of course can. Here we go. Think milk. Think milk. Think milk. 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 Drink it. Drink it, Gafford. Milk. 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 No, it's water. Hang on a minute. I've got a glass of water. Right. Can you guys do the chant milk at me, please? Ready, Dan, after three. Yeah. One, two, three. Think milk. Think milk. 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 No, it tastes of water. Right, everybody, report Jenny Brocking. For trolling... Does, does it work, the, I've got orange squash in front of me. Does it work with orange squash? Right, if you right, if you drink orange squash, but if you think of, um, if you think of Fanta... Got ya. Fanta. 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 It's just orange squash. Oh, you massive Fanta. Perhaps he left it, left it go, um... Still, yeah. Je- I'm sorry, Jenny, but we're gonna we're gonna get you um, taken off of Twitter because that is that's the worst kind of trolling. Dan, did you listen to Senses Working Overtime by XTC? I got one, two, three, three four, four, five. five. Oh, Senses Working Overtime. I was doing the reggae version there. So. Okay. Um, uh, did you listen to it? Mate, I'm on my Spotify playlist now. It's quality. Right, okay. Well, then, I think you're ready. I think you're probably I don't, I don't ready. He, I don't think he's ready. No, no. Did you enjoy no. You enjoyed it, didn't you, Dan? I enjoyed it. I mean, put it this way, right? I'm, I'm 18 years of age. Yep. The majority of crap that comes out of these... Yeah, oh, rubbish. He's not ready, in. He's ready. He's not. So you, I'm, I'm, I'm born ready. Min- right. my middle name. Dan, well, Dan, listen. I think you might be ready for this. <clears throat> just let me... Just listen. Sit back for 3 minutes 38 and just allow me to sing this. God, hope you got the letter and I pray you can make it better down here. I don't need a big reduction in the price of beer. But all the people that you made in your image, see them starving on their feet. Because they can't get enough to eat from God. I can't believe in you. 
to disturb you, but I feel that I should be heard loud and clear. We all need a big reduction in amount of tears. And all the people that you made in your image, see them fighting in the streets. Because they can't make opinions meet about God. I can't believe in you. Did you make disease and the diamond blue? Did you make mankind after we made you? It's a pop. Hang on, I'm not finished. Only halfway through, guys. Here we go. Instrumental. What do you make of it so far, da- uh, Dan? Um, it, it's a bit, you know, different. He wasn't ready. Uh, I'm, I'm he's ready. Fine. He's ready. He wasn't. He's ready. Trust me, Gatford. I know when people are ready for me to say, Dear God, don't know if you noticed, but your name is on a lot of quotes in this book. Us crazy humans wrote and you should take a look. And all the people that you made in your image still believe in that junk, it's true. Well, I know it ain't, and so do you, dear God. I can't believe in... Shut up, man. Shut up, please. I don't believe in... You... Shut, Shut up. Sorry. I won't believe in heaven and hell, no sinners and sinners, no devil as well, no pearly gates, no thorny crown. You're always letting us humans down. The wars you bring, the babes you drown. There's last dance I never found. And it's the same the whole world round. The herd I see helps to compound. The Father, the Son and Holy Ghost Somebody's very high this bit And if you're up there you'll perceive That my heart's upon my sleeve If there's one thing I don't believe in It's you Beautiful Dear God I'm surprisingly beautiful That without causing a heart attack That was um it was a little. I started off a little bit too high, but I finished. I finished it. I finished it. Finished the song, Mum. Can I go out and play now? Dan, what did you think to that, mate? That was that was lovely. Thank that you, thank you, Dan. No, thank you, Dan. He's a good lad, Dan. I like him. He'll go yeah. far. Gatford, what what did you call in for, please? Well, I can't really remember. But you were going to talk about photon torpedoes or something? Yes, I will do in a bit. Thanks for reminding me. Oh three four 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 nine nine. 1000 is the telephone number. I think I may have just ripped my throat to um, to pieces there. I'm not t- I'm not totally totally sure. We'll see. Switchboard's empty. I've got no idea why. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. 
344 is the telephone number. Michelle Thomas is offended by the lyrics to uh, Dear God, a, a song that's about 35 years old. Um, go and, go and uh, have a word with, uh, with Andy Partridge on that one. Oh, yeah. So listen to this story. Hang on a second. This is a, this is a real story, right? This, I've got this from the Times of India, but that's a real paper, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Heard this on Radio 4. Mind games or... Let me get some spooky music. Hang on a minute. Um... No. Um, have I won? No, you've not won. Hang on a second. Let's have um, this. What's this? Oh, what's this? It's the Ian Lee Show. The Ian Lee Show. No, that's terrible. Here we go. Let's have this. Here we go. Here we go. Right. This is a real story. Mind games or sonic weapon. U.S. alert after American in China suffers brain injury caused by sound. This is a crazy story, man. A new form of hostility and warfare. It's a sentence, isn't it? Hey, that's the opening to a sentence. A new form of hostility and warfare appears to be surfacing in the world with the Trump administration on Tuesday sounding an alarm about possible sonic attacks against its citizens after a U.S. government employee in China reported unusual sensations of sound and pressure and on his return to America was diagnosed with a mild traumatic brain injury. Wowzers. The case, the first that Washington has reported out of China, is reminiscent of a so- of a wave... A wave of so-called sonic attacks on U.S. diplomats in Cuba that resulted in the withdrawal of a large number of American personnel, including many who complained of symptoms of hearing loss, dizziness, I say tinnitus, some say tinnitus, visual difficulties, headaches and fatigue. American officials said no other case had been reported from China, but the U.S. government is taking these reports seriously and has informed its official staff in China of this event. While this is this is the advice, right? This is the advice of the U.S. embassy embassy in Beijing, Beijing, excuse me. This is their advice. While in China, if you experience any unusual auditory or sensory phenomena accompanied by unusual sounds or piercing noises. It could just be Alan Caddick. No, do not attempt to locate their source. Instead, move to a location where the sounds are not present. A health alert issued by the US Embassy in Beijing said, urging people with medical problems to consult a doctor. The sole incident from China surfaced when a U.S. government employee deployed in Guangzhou reported subtle and vague but abnormal sensations of sound and pressure. Between late 2017 through April 2018, the person was sent back to the States and diagnosed with mild traumatic brain injury. Both in the Cuba case and the current one, just to say for legal reasons, it's not Cuba Gooding Jr. It's the country. Both in the Cuba case and the current one, U.S. officials are leery, not Dennis, of, abs- of ascribing it to the sonic weapon theory that is already making the rounds on social media. 
but the State Department said it is taking this incident very seriously and is working to determine the cause and impact of the incident. The Chinese government, too, has assured they are also investigating and taking appropriate measures. Cuban investigators had early dismissed U.S. suspicions of a sonic attack as science fiction. Uh, sonic weapons... Because we all know in Germany they have um, the Dürkfallen uh, sounded. The, the, uh, the, the, they've, got, they've got a gun that the police can fire... That makes you shit. That makes you excuse me, excuse me. That makes you um, uh, feces. Uh, makes you um, uh, makes you do a do a dump in your pants. Makes you dump. Makes you cack your pants. Literally, um, literally, fecal matter will pass through. They, they. It's like a low vibration. Defecate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you. Defecate. Makes you defecate in your pants. Sonic weapons, the use of high power sound waves to disorient or incapacitate a person or shit, shit yourself, uh, uh, an extreme co- an extreme cases to cause death. A part of police and military arsenal, appropriate word there, in some countries. In some of the relatively benign cases, Sonic devices using an ultra-high frequency blast have been used to dispense loiterers or protesters. They um, had that outside a, a, a shop, didn't they? In Britain, outside a corner shop. They had this frequency that you could only hear if you were called Yanni. No, that you could only hear if you were under 25. Because once you get older, the top range of your hearing goes, apparently. It doesn't for me. I'm still brilliant. I can, I can hear everything. Um, but for for normal people, you could so you used it, and then it got it got um, it got taken to the European Court of Human Rights, I think, didn't it? And it did. I'm sure. I'm sure. I remember this story. So there was a corner shop that was that, that had this high sonic blast because there were kids amassing outside the front, and it, it drove the kids away. But then a lawyer got involved, bloody bloody lawyers, um, and said it was against their human rights and that kids should have the right to loiter outside shops and pester grown-ups for cans of lager and smokes mister the mosquito that's what it was called thank you so far Catherine's two words um uh, addition to the show contribution to the show have been defecate and mosquito uh we're taking bets on what the third word will be oh we've got the third and the fourth and they're very very rude okay well that's okay that's disappointing um, in some of the relatively benign cases, sonic devices using an ultra-high frequency blast have been used to dispense loiterers or protesters. But high-intensity ultrasound, which can cause serious damage and even death, is not known to have been overtly used. Hang on a minute. So what they're saying is, this is the Times of India, right? What they're saying is... High-intensity ultrasound, which can cause serious damage and even death, is not known to have been overtly used. They're saying that there is a sound gun that can kill you. That is nuts, man. I want one. I totally want one. I wouldn't use it to kill. Wouldn't use it for evil. I would only use it for good, and I would set it on stun. Set all phasers to stun. So there is sound technology out there, right? That has caused um, that has caused an American 
person to suffer brain damage, the Germans have a sound gun that will make you yourself um, uh, uh, defecate in your pants, defecate yourself. Fecal matter will pass. Uh, you will evacuate your um, your bladder, your bowels. And now they're saying there's a weapon that, if used at the right frequency, can kill you. Flipping heck, man! What is go- what is going on with the world? Well, here's a voice that makes me defecate myself every time I hear it. Good evening, Glenn. Hello, Ian. Hello, Glenn. Just uh, that little, little article you said before. Yes. If you've got all these sound guns, yeah. Why, why, why are countries spending millions dropping bombs? Well, bombs are still the best weapon. I oh, would say. Get... All right, let's do. Let's do. Let's do the top five weapons. I would say number one has got to. Number one has got to be nuclear bombs. Mm, yeah, but they don't need to launch them because yeah. you can just set them oh, up in the fire holes the, and the world's destroyed. The, uh, to quote Bruce Lee, the art of fighting without fighting. That's what nuclear bombs. Number two is just normal bombs. What would you put as number three? Best weapon in the world. Number three. What would you Kalashnikov. put? Kalashnikovs. Kalashnikovs. Okay. Number four. I would put tanks at number four because they're good. But if someone lobs, a, if someone manages to open the top and lob a grenade in, then shut it, then you're toast. Well, apparently not. With these new Russian tanks they've got, they're, they're indestructible. Shut up, man. <laughs> Catherine is saying yeah. that sex is a, is a weapon. Oh, for goodness sakes. And then I'll put, do you know what? I'll put swords at number five, Catherine. So this is the top five, um, top five weapons. Uh, if you disagree, 0344-499-1000. Five, it's swords. Four, it's tanks. Three, it's Kalashnikovs. Two, it's normal bombs. And number one is nuclear bombs. I put number one. Andy, Andy is saying, Andy, shut up, man. He's saying those French have a sound cannon that can demolish buildings. No, that's kind of your cue to jump in, then, Glyn. Sorry, I missed that. I didn't think you were talking to me. I oh, thought you were talking Jesus. to Andy. And Andy's a texter, mate. Oh, is he texter? He's a texter, yes, yes. Well, what was his number one weapon? Yes. Sorry, Ian, I forgot. What was his number one weapon? OK, thanks very much for calling, Glim. So that's how the show works. It kind of stumbles along and doesn't really make any sense and just leaves me in a bad mood. 0344 499 1000, The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Lip Service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. 03444991000. You can listen on DAB or online, or of course you can watch the show. We're in darkness tonight. I'm feeling the, the, the need to create a vibe, so we're in darkness. You can watch the show by going to youtube.com slash Ian Lee. I A I N L W E. No periscope tonight. And subscribe to the YouTube channel because on Sunday, June the 3rd, sometime between 6 and 8. It's going to be about 7 till 7.45, I think. Catherine and I are doing a ridiculous um, experiment. We're going to try and live stream 
a TV show in front of an audience. We, what, we wanted to do it with three cameras. That turns out that's really, 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 really tricky to do on my little laptop. So it's going to have two cameras and some short films that um, people have made and have sent in. And there's going to be a live audience. And we've got a very, very special guest. Katie Puckrick is coming along. So if you subscribe to YouTube.com slash Ian Lee, you'll be able to watch that go out live. I'm going to say Sunday, June the 3rd at 7 p.m. Sometime between 7 and 8. But be prepared for it to not work as well. You know, just be prepared for that. Um, But there are still, I think there are about 14 tickets left if you want to come down and watch the show live. The show's going to be between six and eight. So we'll do sort of like 45 minutes to start. We'll probably do a rabbit hole podcast, maybe with Katie uh, to start with, um, which will not be part of the TV show. Then we'll have a break. Then we'll come back and we'll try and do this TV show with the clips and with Katie as as a full on guest and. All of that. And as always, with all of these things, um, Catherine and I stick around at the end and uh, hang around and take pictures and chat for a little bit and, you know, do stuff like that. So that's Sunday, June the 3rd, between 6 and 8. There's about 14 tickets left. If you go to ticketsource.co.uk, ticketsource.co.uk, slash Ian dash lee i-a-i-n dash l-w-e ticketsource.co.uk slash ian dash lee um you can get tickets there or if you go to ianlee.com and look for events we've also got shows coming up in brighton and in um manchester those tickets are on sale tickets for bath coming on sale soon and we're really hoping that glasgow and edinburgh will be, I think, September the 2nd and 3rd. I think that's the Saturday and the Sunday. Sort of early evening shows, late afternoon, sort of 4 till 6, 5 till 7, something like that. We will be coming. We're just waiting for the to get the date finalised, but we will be bringing the rabbit hole to Glasgow on the Saturday the 2nd of September and Edinburgh on Sunday the 3rd of September. So that is... That's actually happening. And uh, on the Friday uh, uh, of September, we need to do um, we need to do the radio show from a listener's house. If there's oh no, it's Edinburgh first, then Glasgow, Edinburgh, then anyway, we'll sort it out nearer the time. But that's happening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Top five weapons we've got: are swords at five, tanks at four, Kalashnikovs at three, normal bombs at two, nuclear bombs at one. Lots of people suggesting nunchuckers and flamethrowers on Twitter. It don't. It's a phoning show, guys. It don't count if you tweet it. You've got to pick up the telephone, just like Daniel did. Hi, Daniel. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, we are talking. Oh, yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen that movie since it, I saw it at the pictures. And here's my confession about Good Morning Vietnam. I saw it at the pictures when it came out. I must have been 15, right? Uh, six, seven, yeah, 1988, 89, right? And I came out, Daniel, saw it with some friends of mine who are cleverer than me. And I came out and I raved about that film. I said it was brilliant. Said it was a, it was clever, genius, funny. Here's the thing, I didn't really like it. I didn't think it was funny. I found it boring and I didn't really get it. But I was saying, here's a phone in, I was saying I liked it because the people I was with say they liked, said they liked it. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. What have you said that you've liked just to be part of the in crowd? Call me now. Anyway, Daniel. I liked, I liked but there's also Platoon from Oliver Stone. And when it won the, the Oscar yes. from, for best movie, I, I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But I watched it much later one day. 
And I thought it's also a great movie about Vietnam uh, War and uh, lots of greens, you know, in yeah. the movie. Lots you, you know, greens. you know where um, Platoon is filmed. Is it Platoon? Is Platoon? No, I'm. Thi- I don't know. No, I'm thinking of. Um, I'm thinking of Hard Metal Jacket. Hard Metal. Mm-hmm. Hard Metal Jacket. Hard, is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, we, we are talking about sound technology, isn't it? Yes, Hard Metal Jacket is filmed in South London. It's filmed in South London on an industrial estate in South London because Stanley, Stanley Kubrick, despite being an American, lived in Britain and he was terrified of flying. So he made all of his movies, most of his movies, in Britain. I'm being called, yes. sorry, Catherine's telling me it's called Hard Metal Full. Hard Metal Full. Uh, sound Stanley technology, Kubrick, Daniel. Stanley Kubrick it was interesting because he was one of the most famous guys in, in the film industry, but nobody would uh, know him if you met him on the street. No, he's dead now. Yeah, he's dead now, and uh, he, I think one of his last movies was Eyes Wide Shut with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I didn't see that. Was that any good? That's about um, swingers, isn't it? Y- yeah, if you like to see crystal balls in a round table, it's good. Six, six, what did you say about balls in a round table? If you like to see crystal balls in a round table, it's good. Is that a euphemism? Crystal balls in a round table? <laughs> yeah, if you uh, watch the movie, there's, there's a scene where... They they have kind of a, a dinner room, okay, a yeah. restaurant, yeah, and all the round tables have a crystal ball in the middle. Okay, okay, okay. It's not Tom Cruise's crystal balls going into a round. No, okay, fine. That, that, but that, you know, sound technology is interesting. Sound technology is interesting because now there are blinds. You know, the shutters of the windows. Yes, the shutters that can cancel noise. They 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 block the no- the noise from outside yeah. with the cancellation because. Uh, waves, sound waves, they are just perturbations in the oh. in the matter, and so the, you do the the opposite uh, v- vibration, and you can cancel the, the cancel the sound. Now, does this do, do they? Because you're funny enough, you, you mentioned this, Daniel. I, we read a story about this in the papers about three weeks ago that they'd made windows that you could have the window open even, but that but it would it would cancel any noise that was coming in by I guess putting the opposite frequency out exactly the opposite frequency yes how do you know about this daniel are you an inventor uh, yeah i'm an inventor definitely oh. but uh, this is interesting my uncle uh, is a philosopher and a mathematician and he used to say when i was a kid when i was five six years old he used to say hey why there this windows don't have uh, a system that cancels the noise with this opposite uh, vibration and uh, I, I grew, grew up dreaming about these windows and now it's, they seem to be real but there's another thing which is like beaming sound yeah so you can be imagine you go to the headquarters of bbc yeah uh you enter there and say oh really nice everything is modern and then they can beam a sound directly into your head wowzers and it's technology, so nobody nobody knows that, uh, that you are hearing this thing that they put yeah. into your head. Because yeah. it's like oh. a laser. It beams in the, this direction. Oh, and no one else could hear it because it's directed straight at you. Straight to you. Oh. And this is a technology that's known for a long time, for more than 20 years, by the military. Wow. By the military. It's, it's a military technology, but it's, it's real... Um, I should just say, Daniel, oh, by the way, we were talking about the noise that um, that makes you... Excuse my language. We're talking about the noise that makes you shit yourself when you hear it. I've just been reminded, of course, that's um, weekdays between 6.30 and 10, right here on Talk Radio in the morning. That sound actually is broadcast for yeah. three and a half hours every single morning. So um, so we, we, we have our hands on that technology. 
The greatest inventor is Tom, Thomas Edison and Tesla. Because Tesla invented wireless electricity, you know, like yeah. electricity through the air. Yeah. Wi-Fi electricity. And uh, you, you can charge your phone and your car in the garage with the magnetic resonance, you know, the, the magnetic But didn't Tesla, didn't Tesla have all of his ideas, like, either stolen or bought and then locked up? Because it, it, it would have made the world a whole lot more efficient. Some of his work was lost, you know. The, the, yeah, the uh, lots of things that did, did burn uh, down. Yeah, and uh, was lost. It seems he, he could indeed uh, have electricity pass through the air without any cable. Yeah, but this work of him was lost. So now we have to to figure it out again. Uh-oh. Uh oh. What's the best thing you've ever invented, Daniel? Jesse J. Uh, that's good, that's good, but the best thing is uh, a social network. Do you know what's my favorite social network is Reddit? But I invented a social network that w- works with a phone. You only need a phone yeah. and a phone number. You call the phone number and you are in a conference call talking with random people. And this social network is like Facebook, but you only need a phone number. It's free, it's a landline number. So Does it's it free. work? It works, you know, you, when you call 999 is police or ambulance or fi- or fire yeah. breaker. But if you call 345, you enter this social network. Everyone is talking in private rooms of, uh, uh, yeah. of up to 21 people. Does, it, well, does, this, does this actually exist now? If you call 345, it, it automatically puts you in this social network. Right, hang on a minute. 345, I'm calling it. Yes, but you have to say phone mobile. Uh, right, hang on. I'm calling 345. Yes, but you have to say phone mobile. What do you mean after... Oh, no, so, sorry, no, it's not phone mobile, it's social mobile. Social mobile. No, social phone, sorry, social, social phone. Hang on a minute, so I just dial 345 and then say social phone. Exactly, social right. phone. I'm going to dial it now, hang on. 345, dial, social phone. Yes, you, you are now no on, there are... 20 people, up to 21 or 20, 22 is God. I can't, so he, he, I can't hear them. No, 22 is God. It's 20 or 21 people. Okay. Social phone, you know. I can't you hear them. Three, four, five. Because even if you don't have reception, you call 345, it yeah. picks the network. Okay. It's a, it's a social network. It's not, okay. Um, okay, well, it, well, I just tried it then and it didn't work. Maybe the line was down. Maybe, even if you don't have credit, yeah. it works. It's like Samaritan. Are you sure it's actually set up? Because I, Kath, can you dial? Come on that microphone, Catherine, so, please. Social, social, social. It's not social media. It's social mobile. Catherine, can you dial on your phone? Turn your mic up. Just have your microphone. Let's have this. Uh... I have to go and get my phone because I'm a professional. Don't bring it in. Oh, we got quick, we've quick, quick, got a minute till the news. Hello, Catherine. She's gone. She's gone. Because one day the the whole uh, yeah. sun, the, our star. Yeah. will be pulsing 3, 4, 5, because it's the Pythagoras theorem. 3, horizontal, yeah. 4, vertical, four. 5 is the hypotenuse. You're a very you're a very clever man, and this is what I like Thank about you. this show, that we because attract this, intellectual heavyweights. There's a physicist, uh, I think he's an Englishman, he's a physicist, his name is Dyson. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he created one concept called the, the Dyson Sphere. Yeah. That Hang says on. that one day we'll be civili- we will be civilization number three. Yeah. 
and then all the star, the sun, will be covered with solar panels yeah. and will be collecting the energy from the star. Okay. I say that the star will be pulsing three, four, five. This is the three, four, five. All right, Catherine's got a phone. Catherine, can you dial three, three four, five? No. Three I'm horizontal, four vertical. The hypotenuse is five. Five is the hypotenuse. So three, three squared plus four so, squared is five. So if you do three, four, five, please. I've done it, but it just keeps hanging up on me. It does. Are you sure it's actually set up to work, Daniel? Even without reception, without good reception. Because well, we've credit. not been this able to... like 999, but you have to say social, You've got... social phone. Say it, say it as you're dialing it. Say social phone, Catherine. What, as, as I'm got... dialing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it's it as like you're... Social phone. It's only 24 hours a day. Uh, 366 I'm sorry, Daniel. Catherine's years. sending off really negative vibes about this. Do it properly, oh. please. Social phone. Call ended. It doesn't. It doesn't seem to be connecting, Daniel. It Maybe it should work. It should work. When you say you've invented it, did you? When you say you invented it, did you just like? Did you actually go and make it happen, or did you just? No. The thing is, to, for the Social chat phone. rooms on the, on the phone to to be random, you need to join people in round tables. Round tables. So okay. when you pick yeah. up the phone, he's already calling three, four, five. Brilliant. All right, Daniel. Listen. You, thank you very much. You speak a lot of sense. Good to talk to you, ma'am. Okay. You thank, too. Say hello thank, to Catherine. I will not do that. Um, uh, three. If, uh, so, uh, this is the Late Night Alternative. You want to give us a call? The number's 345. You're listening to Talk Radio. Ooh, ooh, yeah. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. If I could hide beneath the wings of the bluebird as she sings Six o'clock alarm would never ring, but it rings and I rise, rub the sleep out of my eyes. The shaving razor's old and it stings. But cheer up, sleepy jeans. a white knight on his steed But now you know how funky I can be And a good time starting in Without dollar one to spend But how much baby do we really we 
I've never heard that version of Daydream Believe. That's John Stewart, the bloke who wrote it. It's packed full of jokes in the end, isn't it? That's a great version. That's a great version. Thank you, man. It's written about his it's written about his wife. Who was? Who was John Stewart's wife? I want to say Buffy St. Marie. I'm gonna say Buffy St. Marie. I'm gonna say. Okay, I'm going to say it. Daydream Believer is about John Stewart's wife, who I believe was Buffy St. Marie. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. And it's it's there as a fact now, even though this thing is owned by Murdoch. It's a fact. Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, Talk Radio, 0344 499 So far, we've done the top five weapons. Swords at five. At four, it's tanks. Number three, it's Kalashnikovs. Number two, normal bombs. Number one, nuclear bombs. We need a woman over the age of 18. 18 or over. We've got to test this. The 9-volt battery, the rectangular battery, when you were a kid, you would dare yourself to lick it to get that... Does it work if you touch your tuppence with it? I don't... Be careful, please. Be careful. But we'd like to hear it live on the air. I don't... I don't want to get all Howard Stern on your ass, but it, it really is... Sonic weapons, brainstorm green needles, elasticated sheets, Fido and Rover. That's what we've talked about so far. I mean, you can call in... Well, Buffy Ford Stewart is Buffy St. Marie. That's what she would have changed her name to, I think. I think, isn't it? Find out who Buffy St. Marie is and find out if it's the same person as Buffy Ford Stewart. For goodness sakes, I don't know what's going on. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You can give us a call about anything you want. Uh, let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Yeah, hi. Good evening, guys. Uh, listen, I'm a little bit concerned about the lack of um, intensity when it comes down to scrutinising the media coverage of the situation with this... <laughs> Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Your whole first sentence has had a lot of words in it. I apologise apologize for saying sentence. Your whole first sentence had a lot of words in that, that were completely superfluous. So be it. So be it. Oh, all right, Shakespeare. That, 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 that's a brilliant of the English language. Surely not. You don't know how to use the English language because you've spoken for two minutes and you haven't said nothing. What have you called in for, Simon? talk to you. Okay, let's talk to the people then. But this time, try and say something. 
Okay, I'm concerned about the UK mother jail for forcing her daughter to marry Pakistan. She married. She forced her daughter to to marry, marry Pakistan. In Pakistan. In Pakistan, yes. Okay. And of course, I, I appreciate the fact that the daughter was not uh, mentioned in this because, of course, she should the victim. She was a victim. Yes. However, the appropriate position being, yes. why is it that the mother is not named? Why do you want to know her name? Well, everybody else gets named. Well, no, no, not everybody else gets names. Why do you want to know her, uh, her I, name? I, personally, I don't care myself. Well, but, but, hang on. You I, phoned I, up a radio station to say that you've not heard her name and you want to hear her name. If I get a parking ticket, I'm on the register. I'm there on the register. You know, if I, if I get done for, you know, I don't know, drink driving or, 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 or speeding or whatever, I'm named and shamed. Right. Now, this lady has actually forced a child into slavery. Yeah, okay. And she's not even named herself. Can you work out... Yeah, of course I can. I'm a very bright man. You're not, because you've not let... You don't, what was the question I just asked you? What was the question I just asked you? Can I work out? Yeah, well... I, can I work out? Can, what, yeah. what, 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 what way? What manifestation? Well, well exactly. You, you, you haven't, you, you're not that bright. Will you shut up? Will you shut up and get some manners? Uh, no, I, I'm going to ask the, answer your question. No, you're not. I haven't asked the question yet. Well, get on with it. Well, you, if you stop interrupting me, then well, yeah, I will. Uh, 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 yes, pot kettle black. People who say that and don't say the full sentence are dickheads, well, as far as I'm concerned. Well, you asked me to ask you a question. No. I've asked the question. No. You're not even answering it. No, I've not asked you to ask me a question. I was halfway through... Jesus. I was Come halfway... Th- okay. I was halfway... Uh, uh, okay, okay, Daddy. Ah. Oh. Daddy? Yes. Metaphorically. Okay. Daddy is. Can you work it's not, out... It's, it's not clockwork orange, is it? Work it out. Can you... Why? Yeah, I... I, I I'll wait. Can you work out why the mother has not been named? No. That's why I asked you the question in the first place. Okay. Would you like... I thought you were a bright man. I am, indeed. Well, I shall I? Shall I? I? I thought I you am. were too. Not I'm bro- just a rhetorical no. questionnaire. I've not asked you a rhetorical question. I've asked you I've asked what you a question you that wanted an answer. All questions are rhetorical. No, they're not. Only rhetorical ones are, you absolute prude. Well, you asked me a, not, a rhetorical one. I didn't ask you Why one. Why has I, I, a woman <laughs> not been... Listen. I didn't no, ask you a rhetorical no, question. If, if, if I sold my daughter off to somebody to be yeah. sold yeah. for marriage, yeah. okay, I'd be named because I'm an Englishman. No, no, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Would you like... It's not a rhetorical question. The question I asked, which you don't remember because you're too pissed to remember... The I'm que- not too pissed. I, I take, take that back, young man. What, what was the question that I asked him? Well, why would she be named? No, that wasn't the question or I would asked. Would I be named? That wasn't the question I asked. Try again. What was well, the question well, I asked? Again, then, please, and make it a little bit more clear and don't patronise. <laughs> You're too drunk to remember the question that I asked. <laughs> Just ask the question again okay. and stop losing your... Okay. I, I, I will, you silly old racist. Right. <laughs> silly old racist? How dare you? I will ask the question again. I was going to ask you to actually take over the, the right stuff. But now, okay. listening how... Would you like me to take over the offie? Now, here we go. You can take over the high street. I don't mind. Yeah, okay. Here's, here's the question again. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Why do you think, and this is a, this question has an answer, it's not rhetorical, I want an answer. Why do you think they've not named her? The mother, that is. So, political, political correction. Incorrect. <coughs> Incorrect answer. Well, what's the answer then? God, you really are dumb. Okay, I'll tell you. Here's the reason. 
Sure. If they sold a child, yeah, and they uh, yeah. and they and they they're protecting they. They're protecting the child's identity, aren't they? Because they don't want people to know who the child is, because that would be awful. Bollocks. Bollocks. They all have the same name, and they do the same thing, and it's continuum. Wow. You you really are... No, no, Simon, shut up for a second, mate. You really are a horrible, nasty, little racist pig. What a twat you are. I'm a twat, am I? They all have the same name. They all have the... Simon, Simon, Simon. You knew it. You're an anal twat. Okay, an anal... Gosh, apologies for the bad language, but Simon has no no manners. Apologies for your bad language the last six months about up your bum all the time. Simon, they all have the same name. What's the well, name? I'm glad then? you were Not all they have the same name. Listen, you said you the said they all have the same name. You said they all have the Simon, 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 Simon. They can't, Simon. They can't hear you. They can't hear you because when I'm talking, they can't hear you. Okay, when I'm talking, they can't hear you. Okay, so so just calm down. Apologies for the bad language there. Simon seems to be a little potty mouth, as we know these racists. Um, their use of the English language and the vocabulary is very, very limited to, to insults and name calling. So let's let's see. So Simon's still going on. Simon, they can't hear you. I've taken you off the line. I, I'm prepared to bring you back, but they just you just got just got to play the game a bit. Right. Here we go. He's still going. Still going. Let's wait. Let's wait for him to burn himself out. <clears throat> let's try again. Okay, Simon. Yes, I'm okay. here. Right. So when you say they all have the same name, I'm assuming you mean Pakistanis. So if if they all have the same name, then you know the mother's name. Look, it's like calling Mr. Jones and Mrs. Jones, all right? The whole point is this, okay? There's a a whole... She's not been named because she's Pakistani, according to you and your racist little thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, racist. Listen to this. Here's the thing, you racist idiot. Listen to this. If they named the mother, if they named the mother, then everyone will be able to identify the daughter, you absolute cretin. Nonsense. Not nonsense, you thick idiot. Mr. Jones, I say Mrs. Jones. You say who? You're you're Thank a ho- you Simon. Go away, Simon. Go away. You're a horrible little racist. You, you you're upset. You're upset because here we go. Go on. I'm just really annoyed about child slavery. You are obviously not. You don't care. Oh, you're right, Simon. You're absolutely. You've got me. I couldn't care less about child slavery. You've completely got me there, Simon. Well done. Thank you. You've outed me. I've got five of my own. Five child slaves. Oh, but ding dong. Ding dong. So what? <laughs> Simon, there's, Simon, there's sober, so, Simon, you, Simon, you, Simon, you, Simon, sober up. Stop being such an arsehole and never phone my show again. Thanks very much. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. More little musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind. I must have misheard. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. <laughs> I love this show, honestly, man. This is not, this is not bullshine. This is the, my favourite gig I've ever, ever had. I love this. I'm working with my best friend, Kath. We've got James on. You know, who James, who, who totally destroyed some old ponce of a presenter years ago by writing, writing a blog. This is the, this is the best gig. This is the, and I'm arguing with drunk racists. This is the best gig. Loving it. Oh, three, four, four. I mean, Lee, you may have seen me eating a pig's vagina in the jungle. 
Um, and now I do this, Mondays to Fridays, 10 o'clock at night till 1 in the morning. There's a podcast as well. If you go to iTunes or your usual podcast provider, you'll find it there. Um, let's go to Davey. Good evening, Davey. Good evening, Ian. How are you doing? I'm doing very, very well, Davey. I'm, I'm um, on top of the world looking down on creation at the moment. What you got for us? Well, that's, that, that's fantastic. Um, I just wanted to comment on the last call that you had on there. Yes, Davey. Um... Whatever criminal procession is going on with certain cases, any underage person that's involved in it, you never get the name. No. And certainly with something as sensitive as that, they would never give the name of associates, family or whatever. We well, couldn't because it would, it would identify the kids who you're trying to protect. Exactly. Exactly. Now, the other thing I did want to ask you yeah. is that I was hoping to possibly come to your Edinburgh show. Have you got a venue picked out yet? We are, it's oh. going to be The Stand. Oh, the comedy club. Oh, the, the Stand, stand Comedy Club. Place? It's going to be this. I think so, yeah. The sta- we, we just, I'm just emailing them and they've just given us a list of dates and we've just gone back with the dates tonight. So hopefully, I think it's sept- Saturday, September the 2nd. It'll be like an afternoon show, like four till six or something. So yeah, that's it's happening, man. As soon as the tickets are up for sale, we will let you guys know. Right, that's perfect. You know what's quite ironic about that, though? Go on. You won't be there then? No, no. Oh. Is that's possibly going to earmark about the last time I, I called in and got on the air with you and that's nearly my birthday time. <gasps> Happy birthday, Davey! I know yet, though. Oh, September no. 8th, so. Okay, well, well, we'll turn it into a Davey birthday celebration bonanza. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll just no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, listen, and, Davey, it'll uh, be nice to meet you and shake... We, we, me and Kath always at these gigs... Uh, we stick around for about half an hour, 40 minutes afterwards. We shake hands, we have pictures taken, and we, you know, we, we say hello to everyone. So if people are putting money in our pocket, the least we can do is look you in the eye and shake your hand and say thank you very much. So we will be around afterwards. Yeah, but then it's not a point in me putting money in your pocket. It's a point in me oh, it's a metaphor. seeing the entertainment that I listen to three nights a week live. Whoa, whoa, dude. We're on five nights a week. I know, but I work night shift Monday, Tuesday, so I didn't get to hear you until Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I would would suggest you quit your job, mate. You've got to work out what's more important, your job and buying food and and paying your rent, or listening Mm -hmm. to this rubbish. Oh, man. I've got a slice of your royalties. I'll be able to quit tomorrow. <laughs> Mate, you listen, you, you, uh, you, I'm glad you can listen three nights a week and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll be able to come and see us. Uh, I can't wait to go to Edinburgh. I love Edinburgh and I love Glasgow and we've taken too long to sort this out and I'm a little bit embarrassed, but we will we'll make sure it's a lot of fun. Don't be embarrassed, man. You'll be warmly welcomed. I'm tempted as well for either Glasgow or Edinburgh and I need to speak to Kath about this. Maybe uh-huh. Edinburgh. Tempted to organise a game of tag as well. Tempted to organise a game of tag, maybe Saturday morning or something. We'll have a, we'll have a think about it. You know what you could do? Yeah. If you were going to do that and what um, you wanted to, to get an audience from both sides, is you could do it and locate it close to the Falkirk wheel. Oh. Which is middle ground for both sides. We might do that. What do, you ca- what do you call tag in, in Scotland or in Edinburgh? Um, well... What we used to do in the in the playground was British Bulldog. Oh, no, we're not playing tagged, that. the same thing. No. However... No, British Bulldog's the violent game. No, tag is where you yes, just hit someone. I, you hit I, or I, had or... But, however, if somebody tags you, you can't tag your butcher, eh? 
Well, there, there you go. Uh, Davey. That's the old style. Yeah, if someone tags you, you've got to be in by seven o'clock at night. Davey, thank right. you for that. I look forward to seeing you in September. We'll speak to you before then. 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Deborah. Hello. Hello, Deborah. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Right. Yes. We all go for an Indian yes. and a Chinese. Yes. But. Yep. Paki's a racist slur. All right. As, as I heard Dot and Adebayo say on BBC London last night after someone said that word, what's your language? Right. We can't say that word. Um, uh, why? You can't, well, why? I'll, I'll tell you why in a second, but I just need to apologise if anyone was offended by that word. We don't use that word and that's, that's not appropriate language. Um, well, I'll tell you why. Because an Indian or Chinese is descriptive of the meal you're going to. There is an abbreviation for Chinese that we don't use anymore. Please don't say it. But there is an abbreviation of Chinese. But Deborah, oh, sorry, that's, sorry, right, that's that's a double. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. No, 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 no. It's not funny. It's not funny. I dumped that one. Flipping it. We did it. We we broadcast into the the terminally stupid tonight. Right. Flipping it. I, I cut her off. I dumped her and cut her off. Right. Apologies for the P word getting out. Apologies on YouTube. You would have heard the, the, the it's a word that's slightly less, as I found out in my broadcasting history when I played Melting Pot. The, the, the abbreviation of Chinese is slightly less controversial, but I still very feel very uncomfortable with it. Um, you, you, you wouldn't. And also it's completely different. You're, you're, you're comparing lemons with with fish. Right? Is that the phrase? Uh, because. You, you, you would say, if you're going for a Pakistani meal, I'm going out for a Pakistani meal. I'm going out for a Pakistani. I'm going out for an Indian. People don't really go for a Pakistani. They go for an Indian. And the whole Indian subcontinent has kind of been lumped together. You know, you, you say you're going for an Indian or a curry when you could be going for a, a, a Bangladeshi or a Bengali or a, or a Pakistani or whatever. But also the, 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 the abbreviation of Pakistani is, is used as an aggressive, demeaning term it, it, it comes from a place of supposed superiority white superiority over um you know a minority or it's, it's, a, it's a racially abusive term like the m word is right um and and like the c word for chinese is it's a it's a racially abusive term and i've said all of those words in my life years and years ago i've said that i wouldn't say them now wouldn't say them now and that's why black people can say the m-word because they're, they're claiming it back i know of pakistani people that call each other the p-word they're allowed to do that this will get more of the idiots phoning what but why why is a black person on there call each other m this and then that what, 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 what if i want to say it, i'm a racist yeah because it, it, black people use it to claim the word back because it's used as a, as it has been used in the past to demean people who are in socially inferior positions. And, and by that, I mean, you know, for years, black people were slaves in America and, and in Britain and in parts of the world. So the M word is not a term of endearment, guys. It's not a loving term of endearment. Um, it's kind of, as I say, it's kind of like queer. It's not quite like queer. There's similarities in that queer was an insult to gay people from, you know, heterosexual people, but uh, gay people kind of reclaim the word. But I I feel someone can correct me. I feel less uncomfortable saying the word queer than I do the M word or the P word or, or, or whatever. Why am I explaining this stuff? You know this unless you're really, really thick. 
Don't you? Ah, let's go to Jules. Good evening, Jules. Hi. Oh, dear. What a night. What a night. Oh, what a night. Yeah. Anyway. It's, um, I'm going to make it better for you. Uh, oh, I'm um, having the time. I love nights like this. I'm having the time of my life. Oh. You know when you're supposed to be the strong one, but you're not feeling that strong? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. What's going on, Jules? Right, well, I'm trying to look after everyone and I'm not feeling very strong. Why are you not feeling strong? Well, because... Oh, gosh, I don't know. It's really difficult to explain. Yeah, well, we've got time. Right. Right. Okay. Stupidly, an hour ago, I had a large glass of wine. Here we go. Haven't drank. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I haven't drank for nine years. Yeah. Um, um, but it just got to me. Um, my husband's struggling with his work. My son, youngest son's struggling with his uni. Um, he phoned me at five o'clock this morning. And, and you know, you want to be the because they always rely on you. And I'm just... Uh, ouch. Okay, so there's a lot going on for the people that you care for and you Absolutely. love. Um and um it's a lot for you to try and maintain and, and keep it. have you said to them that you're struggling? No, not at all. Absolutely not. No. Why? Because they wouldn't be able to cope, I don't think. What what why why do you say that? How do you know that? Um, well, it wouldn't be fair, would it? Um, I'm going to keep bombarding you with this question because my kids do it a lot and I love it, actually, because it really makes me think, why wouldn't it be fair? Right, because I, I'm i the one there that's always strong for them. I've got, to, I, well, I say I've got three kids. Yeah. I've got, uh, I'm 57, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I've got um, um, a 28-year-old, a 25-year-old, and a 19-year-old. Yeah. And they just absolutely rely on me. I gave up work um, when my eldest son was born. So I used to work for LBC. Oh, did you? Uh, yeah, what did you do for LBC? I was on only as only as a receptionist, oh, and I worked. For, it's a very important job, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And Devonair Radio. Yeah. Um. Um. Your kids are adults now. Yeah. They should be able to. Um, don't like saying should because it because we all do things differently different periods in our life but one would imagine that the 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 adults particularly the eldest too but they will they will be able to understand that you struggle from time to time as well they'd be able to it's it's not unfair for um anybody to say you know to to their kids or to their husband or their wife or their mum and their dad and say do you know what guys I'm I'm having a real tough time at the moment. I can't quite put my finger on it, and I know that you all are as well. But I just I'm just struggling a little bit, and I hope you don't mind me sharing that. Do you think I could say that? I think the problem is that um, uh, my husband. I don't. I would hate to use the word controlling because oh. that's 
um, yeah. probably unfair. Been married for thirty-four mm. years. Yeah. Um, but I gave up work to have my children, and I think that's where I've lost my confidence. Do um, do you resent him a bit for that, and the kids a bit for that? And this isn't a judgment no, thing. No, 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 not at all. Um, I, I think he probably resents me for that. I mean, I live in uh, the most beautiful home. Um, he resents you. I think. Since my younger son went off to uni, I think he probably does. Oh. Um, because he thinks I do nothing. <laughs> oh, no! I'm laughing because of the ridiculousness of it. Because uh, you, you, you've you obviously had a very full and busy life raising three kids. And I, I would, I'm guessing you did most of the raising that he would... Tell me if I've got this horribly wrong, but that he would go to work and when he came home, he'd expect the kids to be washed and in bed and the dinner on the table. Absolutely, yeah. yes. So yeah. you've, you've, you've worked, dare I, dare I say it, at least as hard as he has, if that not harder. That makes me feel better. That makes me feel really good, actually, because um, I'm feeling so guilty now. Oh, God. OK, well, listen, let, let, let's say you have worked at least as hard, uh, okay. if, if not harder than him, over your life bringing up those kids uh, 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 right. definitely at least right and okay. i always feel i'm not with my wife anymore but um i was always painfully aware yeah that i worked silly hours and that she yeah. would quite often get up really early go to work uh, and then come back at night and i uh, and i'd have to go and leave her to put the kids to, to bed and i was painfully aware that she was she was doing a lot of you know, she was doing a lot of the mothering as well as right. working, and, yeah. and 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 I could recognise that. But I, I suspect that your your husband is is he's, he's from an, an, an he's very old fashioned because that's not kind yes. of the, you know the, yes. the way he's behaving is not old the way school. it is anymore. Yeah, absolutely old school. Yes, you're right. Um, so is that why is that why you think you're 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 wobbling a little bit because because of the attitude you're getting from your husband? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, mate. And I'm, uh, you know when, oh gosh, I'm getting tearful, and that's stupid because, um, you know, um, you know that you're actually quite a nice person, yeah. and you've done something wrong. Yeah. And you've brought up three children, and my youngest son's at uni, and he's just doing his exams. Wow. And I'm struggling, and I'm the one that. You know, he rang me at five o'clock this morning. Oh, God. Um, no, no, it's not a God. I no, no, I'm saying at five o'clock in the morning is oh, God. But, um, it, well, he, so he, he's, 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 um, well, he's, here's the, here's the wonderful, wonderful thing, right? And this is why I'm yeah. envious of my wife, right? Okay. Because we, we've got boys and yeah. they will always be, even at 17, even at 25, even at 35, they will always be mummy's little boys. Absolutely, and she will yes. always be their mum. And yes. it is, it, it, I think that children, particularly boys, but children, boys and girls, have yes. a really different relationship with their mums than they have with their dad. It's a far more intimate relationship with their with their mums than it is with their Do dad. Do you think so? Oh God, Do you yeah. Think so? yeah, 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 Just, yeah. From from what I've seen, from what I've seen with my kids, and from from my experience yeah. of my relationship with my mum versus my sisters, and, and and my relationship with my dad. Yeah, 
definitely mm. it, everyone you know when when i'm ill i want my mum when you know when adults are ill they want their mum absolutely you're totally right of course i know they do. yeah yeah oh well yeah. how do you get on so are they all sons that you've got no no i've got um a son of 28, right. a daughter of 25 who's got married in September. Okay. Who's like, she's wacky and I absolutely Uh-oh. adore her. Good, good. Um, and then my younger son, who's 19. How about, and you know what, it probably, it possibly might be inappropriate to talk to your youngest son, particularly if he's got exams coming up, right? Might right. be. I don't know the relationship. In terms of you saying how you're feeling, because... You're right. When when kids are away from home, and 19 is still a baby, you know. Yeah, um, absolutely. And he's got exams and stuff. But could you talk to the elder, the eldest son and, and the daughter, possibly, and, and, and just share with them, honestly, what you've shared with me? It's, 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 you want to protect them, don't you, though, Ian? Tw- you 28 and, what was it, 28 and 23? 25 yeah my daughter's 24 28 and 24 they're they're yeah. they're they're adults yeah she's getting married yeah they, they can handle and i suspect they would appreciate mum saying oh god i'm struggling a bit um this is how I, I feel a bit that, flat um, yeah, no, I won't keep you too much. Sorry, but your foolishness. But uh, but but I I think it's quite important that I talk to you about this yeah. and to your listeners because yeah. the thing is that um, you know I stupidly gave up my career to bring up children, three children. Do you regret it? Got, well. Only in the fact that I've um, lost all my confidence right. because I don't, I'm not the breadwinner. Um, and, you know, my husband, I'm totally run his um, mm. money. Yeah, that, that I can imagine is quite worrying. Where do you see yourself in 10 years time? <sighs> That's a really interesting question, actually. Um, right, um, that's a really interesting Do you question. See, uh, right? All right, I'm going to put, I'm going to say it. Do you see yourself with him in 10 years time? Probably not. Uh, well, I don't know because I'm too frightened to leave him yeah. because the kids will like blame me. Would you really have lost your confidence? Because that's about the third or fourth thing where you've assumed that uh, um, that you're you're the bad guy. I'm yeah. not saying there is a bad guy. There doesn't there doesn't necessarily have to be a bad guy. But it's like no. the third or fourth thing you've gone. Oh, I can't do that because people will think that people will think badly of me. Yeah. And um, um, sometimes I'm not telling you to leave your husband. I'm telling you to stay with your husband. No, but I, you, I, you, I promise you. Can I? I'm Go going on. to interrupt you. Ian. Go on. I'm really, really sorry, but it's um. I promise you that I'm actually quite a nice person. Yeah, you sound delightful. Do I? You sound delightful. Yes, you sound absolutely delightful and brilliant. And you're making me think of my mum. You're significantly younger than my mum, but you're making me think of my mum. And um, I, I wish that at times when she has had stress. 
and unhappiness. I, I find it really hard. My mum is very unhappy. She's not had the best luck of luck in her life. And I've really tried to get her to share with me how she's feeling and, and, and why she's right. feeling down. And she won't. And she won't. And that's her choice. No, but, that's because we're, we're like old school. We're, yeah, I think so. And the reason why she wouldn't is because she wants to protect you. I think you're right. I think there's, I think there's certainly an element of that. And that breaks my heart. Because I'd love, I couldn't fix anything. I couldn't do anything. But you know, you, you know that you share a problem. A problem shared is a problem halved. There's, I don't know if it completely halves it, but it, it, that, there is some truth in that truism. Yeah, I think I know deep down inside that if I was to um, divorce my husband, it would break the kids' heart. So I'm trying to like be brave for them. May I suggest, and I hope this isn't crossing a line, that their hearts would be broken more if they knew that you were staying in an unhappy situation for their benefit. It's okay. not like they're it's not like they're twelve, thirteen, fourteen. You know, there's a okay. there's a big and I'm not telling you what to do, Jules, for a second. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. not you know, I'm just putting all this out. Getting divorced for me. It is, it's, the, it's, it's horrendous. I'm not going to lie. It's yeah, horrendous. And I've got two little boys and it's horrendous. Yeah, but absolutely. I have to have faith that at some point, once I get through all of this, I'm going to be happier, which means I'll be a better right. dad, which means my kids will be happier, which means that my soon to be ex-wife will be happier. Right. You've got to think about your heart, man. You've got to think about your yeah. heart, Jules. Yeah, absolutely. You deserve to be happy. I, yeah, but the, you know the guilt. Yeah, I do. Um, I know. You know, I, want, I can hear myself speaking to you, and I feel so, oh, gosh, melodramatic and guilty. No, well, you, you don't sound melodramatic. You sound like a human being who's going through a thing that, as I found out, loads of people go through. Loads yeah. of people go through. Don't make it easier to know. And uh, yeah. the guilt thing, the guilt thing isn't yours. Someone, someone somewhere, your dad, your mum, your husband, someone somewhere is, is making you feel guilty. You've got nothing to feel guilty about. I suggest that it's years of, of being at home and, you know, having to have the dinner on the okay. table is making you feel right. guilty. Well, I, I won't keep you for too much longer, but... Um, keep me as long as you want. Um, I lost, well, no, I lost my younger brother um, five years ago. He was five years younger oh, than me. Man. And and he died um, suddenly. Um, and again, I've always been the... Um, you had to be the solid one for the family. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I can hear myself now and I'll be so embarrassed because um, it's... You've got nothing to be embarrassed about. You're, you're speaking okay. very honestly, and lots of people listening will be identifying with you. Do you think so? Oh, I know so. I know so. Um, and you sound like a really decent human being. You sound like a brilliant mum. You sound like you made some really big, tough decisions in your life that were for the yep. benefit of your family. Yeah. And uh, that's to be respected. But you, Jules, even though I, uh, you don't believe it, you deserve to be happy, and you yeah. can be happy. Right. You can be happy. I'm just frightened of um I'm just a bit frightened. I know. 
life is frightening. You haven't got to do anything tonight. I haven't got to do anything this month. I haven't got to do anything this year. No, you know? that's right. But it's just think about that question. Where do you, you don't answer it now, but just think, where do you really see yourself in 10 years time? And I, yeah. I asked myself that question a couple of years ago. And I had to be honest, it, it wasn't in the, the, the home and the situation I was in then. I couldn't see it. Yeah. So just have a think. No, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, the, the awful thing is that um, I feel completely spoiled because I've got this, like, lovely... I mean, you honestly, if you could see my house, it's, you know, I live mm-hmm. in great big Georgian property, swimming pool. Wow. Etc. Etc. When was the um, last time you used the swimming pool? Last night. Did you? Yeah. Flipping heck! Look that. at you, you little raver. Wowzers. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. Um, but my husband came home tonight. He, oh, it's just yeah. Go on. He's bullying. He's bullying? Yeah. In what way? Not physically, just Mm. verbally. Has that been going on for a while? Oh, yeah. Um, and I, you don't have to go into the specifics, but what is kind of putting you down and telling you you're worthless, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm guessing that you kind of believe the stuff he says. Yeah, I've got, I've just got so low that. Mate. Here's the thing. I think you believe the stuff he says, but I also know because you've made this phone call that there is yeah. a tiny, tiny little ember within you that knows that what he is saying is is bullshit and that yeah. you are better than that and that you are precious, priceless and valuable and that you are a... F- I bet you're an amazing mum. The, the care that you're expressing for your kids in this phone call tells me that you are an incredible mum. I bet you're yeah. a proud mum. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And you do not deserve to be treated like a piece of shit. Excuse my language, but you do not deserve it. No one deserves it. No one deserves to be belittled and um, bullied in their own home. Swimming pool or not, you'll be all right without a swimming pool. Yeah, but I'm frightened what's going to happen, you know, because you've worked up for with me. Say that last bit again, Jules. He'll wipe the floor with me. What do you mean, wipe the floor with you? Do you mean financially? Do you mean... What do you mean? Because I'm not as bright as him. Not as bright as him? Yeah. Where did you get that from? From him? He's an academic. So what? (laughs) So what? I bet he can't... uh, there's, There's different kinds of intelligence he's got book sense but but so what 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 do you mean wipe the floor with you gosh i'm so sorry you've got nothing to apologize for honestly absolutely nothing to apologize for i'm just the, the phrase wipe the floor i didn't quite understand that 
I'm just frightened, that's all. Because yeah. my kids want us to stay together. And, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry that if I sound a bit Listen, weak. You don't sound, oh God, you don't sound weak. You've, you've, you've phoned up and you have expressed yourself eloquently and um, powerfully. You're not sounding weak. You're sounding like a very scared person and um um who's who's in a lousy situation and has been taken for at best taken for granted uh for the past 30 years however long and um you can achieve anything you want right you're not going to end up in a big georgian house right you might end up in (laughs) you might end up in a small flat if that's the route you chose to go, who knows? Maybe this relationship with your husband could be salvaged. I don't know. But let's just follow this route for a second. If you were to split, um, you might end up in a small flat. But 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 really, 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 yeah. what, what do you need? You need a bed. You need something. You need, you know, you, you want somewhere decent to live. But you, the most important thing is, is the kids. You want the love and support of the kids. And and I think you'd get and that. Would they forgive me? Would oh. they forgive me? Oh, darling, my darling. Yes, they would. That, well, first of all, really? what is there? First of all, there's nothing to forgive you for. Um, there's nothing to forgive you for. They'll okay. understand. They'll understand. They might understand at different times. They okay. might. It might take a while for one of them to get it or two of them to get it. But they'll get yeah. it. It's not as if you know. It, it, they'll get it. That this is my big fear that my kids would hate me and and but. Really. Yeah, but. They get it. And yours are adults. Yeah. They'll understand. They've got nothing to forgive you for. Um, right. they'll, they'll probably, I would imagine that at that age, they'll mm-hmm. probably be friendly with you if you and friendly with your husband, you know, and, yeah. and that's fine. That's, that's fine. If that happens, it's still their dad and you're still their mum. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I suppose I'm just old school and I feel yeah. really guilty that, yeah. Uh, I want to keep it together, but um, he says such horrible things, and I can't do it anymore. That's oh, my all. Darling. You shouldn't, and you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to do it anymore. You don't have to do it anymore. Have you got any friends that you can talk to about this? Yeah, absolutely. You have. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's okay. Well, that's that's better than I was expecting. Right. Okay, well then maybe you could ask one of your friends if you could meet them for a coffee or something. Yeah, I will do. Um, but it's just like you don't want to burden them. Oh, oh gosh, God. Sorry. No, I know. And I, I totally understand what you're saying. Your friends won't think it's a burden. Yeah. Your friends won't think it's a burden. They'll be really pleased that you could share it and disappoint. Oh, what's she gone? Jill? No, I'm here. What happened there? Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> well, there was some yeah. weird noise. I thought I thought you were blowing your nose or something. <laughs> no, a strange noise. <laughs> Jules, um, listen, I'm I'm, I'm going to go because I've got to go to yeah. the news. I missed all the adverts, okay. but that's fine. But listen, please don't apologise for calling me. I've really enjoyed talking to you because because um, you've made me think a Thank lot about you. my situation, which is really helpful to me. Lots of people will. I'm getting loads of texts and tweets from people saying, you know, good on you, Jules, for calling in. Um, oh and, really? Oh yeah. And you can call in any time you want, and and we will we will jump you to the front of the queue whenever you call oh, in. Oh, that's so sweet! Thank right. you so much. I wish okay. you the very best of luck. All right, lots you're, of love. You're a good Thank human you. being, Jules. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Man, huh? Life. 
That's life, isn't it? Oh, Lino, stop being such a big baby. Um, that's life, isn't it? What a lovely lady. What a lovely, what a lovely human being going through um, torment. Evening, Hannah. Have you got a battery? I do, yes. Um, are I, you going to try the experiment for us? Yeah, I couldn't find it for a while. I, I had to look in the uh, man drawer, couldn't find it. What are we talking about, and the battery found, or your... The, the battery? The battery, yep, yes. Yep, not your tuppence, um, yes. And I found one um, in the fire alarm. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah, that's it, guys. Don't forget, take your batteries out of your fire and smoke alarms. To yeah, test yeah. So here's my theory that if you've got a, a, a rectangular 9-volt battery, you touch it with your tongue, you get electric tingle. I'm wondering if you touch your tuppence with it, do yeah, you get the uh, same tingle? Away you yeah, go, one, Hannah. Yeah, one second. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> I think it worked. And those two calls are why I love this show so much. Those two calls are the reason I love doing this. Absolute load of old nonsense. Oh, man alive. Tony and Nick, stay there. I know you've both been waiting for ages. I promise you we'll come to you straight after the news. But I've missed all the adverts and... Um, I'm sure you understand why. Uh, we have another hour of this until Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock. If you want to give me a call, you can uh, call up. It's generally free, most packages, pennies at most. You'll speak to Catherine. She will take your name and number and will give you a call back. The phone number to come on and light and shade. Light and shade, guys. This is what this is about. Clunky gear changes, we call it. Um, you, you can call in with something stupid if you want. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I got the best job in the world, man. It's this. It's the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. What? 
Two hours of non-ironic bluegrass covers. Man alive! Well, this is tomorrow sorted. YouTube. Indulge me one minute 25, please. Yes, here we go. One minute 25 of this. And then. Play my five string banjo and my mandolin. I can't play. in faith there's loads on it's two hours of it right remind me Catherine. for the next rest of this week i'm just going to play songs from this at the top of the hour the next one's um africa done bluegrass styley flip it eh? right oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand tony then nick then kevin you've been waiting for ages good evening tony hello how are you doing i'm doing very well tony what you got for us Right, Buffy St. Marie is a Native American singer. Yes. Her most famous song was the title soundtrack to a film called Soldier Blue, which is a film that was banned over here for about 25 years. Is that years the one about. with um, um, the, the Brando in? No, Candice Bergman's in it, and oh. I Roddy McDowell's in it. Oh, OK. And it's, a, it's about uh, uh, the massacre of a Native American tribe by the, uh, the American cavalry. I think I, I think I saw that film years and years ago. Very graphic it is, very graphic. But the song she sings is brilliant. She's got a lovely voice. So, but sh- so she's not um, Donald Pleasance. Donald Pleasance is the guy in it. 
So she, but so, so she wasn't married to John, John Stewart. Not as far as I know. Oh, no. Okay. Well. Well, it's a it, song. If you can, if you can play a bit of the song, it's a lovely song. Uh, we, we, we'll dig. Uh, is the song called Soldier Blue as well? Yeah, it's called Soldier Blue. Yeah. We'll dig it out. I, I've I've seen it. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember it being up being a hard watch that film because it was yeah, you're right. It's well, bloody. It's bloody graphic. Sad. Very sad. Yeah. Very sad. All right. Hey, nice one, Tony. Thank you for that, mate. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Nick. Good evening, Nick. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very well, Nick. How are you? Yeah, not too well, thank you. Now, I like first. I like to ask: Is Catherine going to read us another murder story? She might do. Have you got your mum and dad's permission to give us a call tonight? Uh, yes, I have. I'm uh, I'm forty years old. I am. You sound about twelve. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I thought you were about 12. Oh, there you go. Well, in that case, fine. Fine. Uh, um, I like to talk about the favourite TV programme. Favourite TV programme? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what's yours, Ian? Um, what, current or of all time? Uh, old, old time, yeah. <sighs> all time. Well, I'm, I, wanna, I don't want to say the monkeys, because that's too obvious. Um, of all time... Um, Tomorrow's World. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like yeah, Tomorrow's I like World. Yeah, I like Tomorrow's World. Someone burnt me uh, some DVDs last year when I was um, down in, um, in the southwest uh, of Tomorrow's World, and I never got round to watching it. But I've just packed up my flat as I prepared to move, and I found them again. It's like, oh, when I move, oh, yeah. they're going to be the first thing I dig out. Some old episodes of Tomorrow's World. Ah, oh, brilliant, and it's great when you watch stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Well, what's your favourite television programme, uh, Nick? Mine is old time. I'm not sure if any, anyone can remember. From the 70s, 80s, uh, it's not shown anymore. It's uh, Prisoner Cell Block H. <laughs> it's your favourite programme of all time. Oh, I love it. He used to bring me roses. Is that the theme tune? That's the one, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Horny, yeah. horny, um, horny lady prisoners, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been watching it, um, I've been catching up on, it's been so long, I've been watching it on YouTube. Have you really? Yeah. What, what did you, because the, the, there was like a sort of British version of it, wasn't there, called Bad Girls. Did you like Bad uh, Girls? Yeah, bad Girls, I like that too, yeah. So you like, you like programmes with horny women locked up in prison. <laughs> Good lad. Good lad. It's your thing and, and why not? Why everyone's gotta have a I thing. Yeah, brilliant. You should see if you could work in a in a horny women's prison. <laughs> <laughs> I might get yeah, I'm I might excite all the women. Yeah, you might do. You're not allowed to have sex with um, prisoners. Uh no. Unfortunately. Well for, no, fortunately. Good, they they're to be punished. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well thank you, Nick. Was there anything else? Uh no, that was it. Right. Alien, and I give you all back in the week. Nice, nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks very much, Nick. Nice to talk to you. Uh, 0344 499 1000. Good evening, Kevin. Good evening, Well, good morning, actually, now, Ian. Well, it's good evening because um, you've not had a sleep. Okay, yeah, that's quite true. Um, see, well, I don't have a clue with the music, by the way. <laughs> no. Um,. First of all, I want to say full respect to the lady, Cola, who rang in. I'm sure the chat helped yep. or will help her in yep. the future. Um, 
Um, it's it's been uh, advertised quite a lot this week about the sort of um, depressive neurological awareness. Is, isn't it isn't it dementia awareness week or Alzheimer's awareness week? Something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some sort of. If you, if you, uh, certainly chucked a few quid at promoting it. I've heard it on other radio stations. I've seen posters and things up. Yeah, so it's, they're, they're getting the word out. Yeah, something along those lines. But yes. I, I know they're promoting it this week, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think I'll find a number tomorrow, Ian, and yeah. give them a ring. Um, and what will you um, say to them when you ring them up? Well, first of all, the number is to the AA. And this isn't about my car breaking down. No. <laughs> um, to get my drift. <laughs> um, your car's working fine is what I've got from this conversation so far. Well, I've not got a car. So oh, there's no point <laughs> in joining. Or cancel that AA subscription then, you muppet. <laughs> that 80 quid a year is. Uh, is it really? Well, and, and, and if they're advertising with us, then that's a bargain. Right. Well, I've, I've not had a car for over 12 months. So I don't really. think... Here's I, my prediction. In, here's my prediction. Thing. In 20 years' time, no one will own a car. Do you not? No, nope, we, will, we will rent them. We'll rent them, and they'll be driverless taxis, and we will just... There'll be cars that you, you, you log on to an app... You go, I need a car for three hours, and you go out in the street, and there'll be a car. They've already got, they've got it now in a few places, but we, we, no one will own a car. You think they'll all be automated, do you? Well, cars are automated. Mm, yeah, but we still have to have a driver, don't we? No, well, they, they won't, but I, I think that, yes, I think we'll still be driving cars for a while, but 20 years' time, no one's going to mm. own a car. You won't be able to afford it. Maybe not. Personally, I get the, I use public transport and get the bus. Um, in fact, uh, the bus stop the other day, there was a, a yes. bus driver. He was obviously ready to start his shift, and, yes. but he was catching the bus to yeah. get to the station. Oh, he was, um, so the bus driver was catching the bus? Wowzers. Pardon? The bus driver was catching the bus. That's crazy. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe yeah. his wife had gone to work in their car. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be. to pay £80 a year for AA recovery yes. which is going to go up uh, they probably won't have a car each will they no, no, probably not. um but anyway he, he was catching the bus at the same stop yes and uh, he was on his mobile phone and i i just chatting away said to him uh, this particular bus mate i'm assuming you're going uh, to such and such place and he said yeah i said well this particular bus um, you can wait half an hour and then three of them come all at once. And oh, he mansplained said, a bus to a bus driver. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I didn't know he was, Sam. No. I, didn't, I, I didn't look at his um, cover. sort of uniform, his uh, tux. His, no. Anyway, um, tux. and he said, actually, there are two on the way that will be here within three minutes WTF. together. And I went, well, I wish I had your awareness. Yes. And he says, oh, you can just go on the internet and use this app. Oh, there's an and app I'm that like, tells you where they are, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that's first I did. And I said, oh, maybe you should promote this a bit more like, you know. Yeah. So that people don't stand there. Can I ask you a question, Kevin? Because I like the bus. I like getting the bus in London a lot. It's my favourite way to travel. I'm walking at the moment a lot. 
because I want to lose some weight. But but my favourite way to travel in London is on a bus, right? Do you ever mm-hmm. get the double-decker bus, Kevin, and sit at the top deck at the front and pretend you're driving the bus? Um, I've been on a double-decker bus down at London, but they don't use those in my uh, Oh, man. Uh, get get a double-decker bus, top deck. Used to be a smoking deck, of course. Um, sit at the front and pretend you're driving the bus. There's no there's no joy like it, apart from actually driving a bus. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, at one point in life, I did have a, a license to drive a bus. Oh. Um, and a heavy goods vehicle. But yeah. that's another story. It's another story what for I another day. Is, yes. Uh, sorry, interrupt. No. Why I've rang is yes. uh, I think I'll be making that call tomorrow. Yes. Um, not to pay the £80 to the AA. To say that you're an alcoholic? Yes. Well, to help with alcohol. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm an alcoholic because I don't need drink during the day. Uh, But I get tea time. I might think, you know, well, it's five o'clock now. It's time to have a drink. So uh, I looked on the net and the reason I'm going to give him a ring is because uh, the closest to where I live, the closest um, meeting um, on a Wednesday yeah. was just down the road from me, actually, oh, at a church. Beautiful. So I did, yeah, I thought, brilliant. Yeah. That's so convenient. Because yes. I've not had a drink yet. Lovely. And uh, at this time in the evening, That'll be take great. A few, take a few cans with you and spread, share them around when you get in there. It's only polite. I'm joking. <laughs> well, when I did get there, they were having a party to promote something. Oh. Well, I was lucky enough that the vicar was coming out at the time. Yeah. It was actually about seven-ish just after. And I said to him, like, excuse me, please. Such a polite man he was. He'd obviously finished for the day. Yes. And well, does, does a vicar was, ever clock off? Uh, well, I wouldn't imagine he sleeps in the church, does no, he? No, no. But, 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 I mean, the vicar is always... Here's the thing. Nowadays, everybody, you know, you finish work, you go home, but your boss can still email you, right, or, or text mm-hmm. you or whatever, right? <clears throat> so vicars have had that for centuries. God can always speak to them in the middle of the night. If, they, if they're on the lavvy, God can speak to them. There's no yeah, privacy for a vicar. I don't know, but I've got full respect for this guy. Yeah. I have, indeed. Okay. And um, because I had asked, uh, excuse me, uh, could you tell me where the AA meeting is tonight? He yes. said, well, I don't really know, but I can sure find out for I you. I don't really So know. then he turned back, yeah. went back in and asked so many people yeah. and went down every route of the church and the back rooms yes. and um, he then he find said it. to me he said uh, yeah he said I'm not so sorry he says but this isn't my usual church oh. well, fair enough fair yeah. play so, yeah what they Something what they normally do guy. with AA meetings not always what they normally do you have a canny eye quite often in the ven- uh, uh, at the venue, whether it be a church hall or a community hall or a building or whatever, quite often there'll be a little circle, a little circle <clears throat> stuck on the door, and that means that meeting's in there. So look out for it. Don't always do it, but look out for the little circle. There was. 
Ian. Oh. There was. Well, that was it then. Um, but obviously it was empty and there's nobody there. Oh. Well, there must be um, someone there. They put the circle up, there'll be someone there. Anyway, well, so, so did you get to the meeting? Pardon? Did you did you get to the meeting? Well, I got there. But there was no. So did the vicar. Right. Um, but there was nobody there to sort out the meeting. I'm going to start drinking. Um, and so I said I thanked him very much for his help because he must have spent 20 minutes going around church. Yeah, and they don't do anything for the rest of the day though. Was, La- they're lazy vicars. They don't do anything for the rest of the day. It's the hardest he worked all week. Oh, I'm sure he's been busy today because by this time it was like gone seven o'clock. Yes, right. Um, so, oh, God. But he, he did turn around and go back to the church oh, and uh, did his best for me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, there was mm. nobody there for the meeting. No. And I showed him on the internet. I yes, said, oh. I said, how stupid of me not to bring my glasses, but um, have, I, have I got that right? And he said, yes, yeah, wow. seven, yeah. It's truth. He says, that's bang on right. Yeah. He says, so what's happening here? Jesus Christ. And he tried for me another five, ten minutes. Yes. And he said, I'm ever so sorry. And I said, oh, it's no problem. Real I said, time. I'll just, come, I'll just come back next week because... They do advertise it here yeah. on a Wednesday. So I'll try them again next week. Good, excellent. Guess what's the, guess what's the uh, first thing is that I did as soon as I walked out? Um, told someone your boring story? I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm boring. Oh, I'm teasing, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. <laughs> I don't know. You hadn't had a drink, of course. Uh, I went and get a bottle of wine. Good in, lad. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Well, listen, I've, uh, you, you give them a call tomorrow, and I'm sure they'll be able to let you know exactly where it is and what's going on. Thank you for that, Kevin. Um, if you've ever asked someone for directions and um, they spent an incredibly long amount of time trying to help you, but then unable to help you, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Don't want to talk to people that have asked for directions, then found where they're going. Or people that have been asked for directions. It's very, very specific phone in between now and Paul Ross at one. It's, have you ever asked for directions? And the person you've asked has spent a long time trying to help you find the place, only for neither of you to be able to find the place. This is Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uh, so you know I got this record label, right? Yeah. And I'm putting out, we put out Monkey's stuff. We've got this new Mike Nesmith album coming out. He says it's the best thing he's ever done, live at the Troubadour. Does he say that about every release? No, he doesn't, doesn't actually. He's normally oh. a harsh critic of himself. He hates his live albums as well, which is what this is. But our first non-Monkey's um, release is going to be an Imani Coppola compilation, the best, the best of... Imani Coppola and, and Coppola to that yeah exactly and Little Jackie so it's got um, the songs we play Haters Club and um, uh, it's got the hit the two hits uh, I'm a Tree and um, Legend of a Cowgirl and she's just I love Imani right because her life is so fraught with difficulty she's making a new album as well she keeps sending me tracks it's like wow um, so for this album that we're doing it's going to be on CD she's um, done a photo shoot did it a few weeks ago, specifically for us. And I said, great. Have we got the photos yet, Imani? She says, well, no. Hmm? I had a row with the photographer after the session and she won't let me have them. <laughs> anyway, 
she's she's let she's let her have them now she sent them over i love i love imani when she's doing her pop star thing <laughs> i love it she's full-on pop star um mode i love it i love it we're gonna have a fantastic cover that's great i love her so much so that's gonna come out hopefully july i guess on cd and it's got on the the digital release we're not doing vinyl but the digital release is gonna have five previously unheard songs oh it's a great album it's a great album. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. Not yet. Hold your horses. Uh, Paul Ross will be on at one o'clock, but we've got plenty of time yet. Let's go to Simon. Good evening, Simon. Do you love it? I love it. You love it. You do you love it? Uh, I like it. Oh, well, ah, you see, that disappoints me. You've you, you've got to be in or out, and it sounds to me like you're half in, half out. I think we should all sit here until you love it. Yep. Uh, I love this show. Is that what we're talking about, though? Really? No, 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 no. Exactly. But I just, you know... Anyway, it's not, I didn't ask me, I asked you. Do you love it? Yeah, well, do you, I love it. Do you love it? Uh, it's all right. I, I don't, like it. That doesn't, that doesn't feel committed to me. All right, I love it. You got oh, it. You got no, it. No, no, it's this voice. I love it! I, 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 I love it! Yes! Thanks very much for calling, Simon. Let's go to Simon W. Simon loves it. Hello, W. Hello there. Um, I need a bit of help, really. Um, 20 minutes ago, at the moment, I'm still making love to my wife. Um, I've asked her for directions for the cheese spot. I can't find it. I don't want to be doing this anymore. Permission to pull out, please, sir. Permission granted. It's about an inch and a half up, isn't it? Front. <laughs> um, I think we should take that break now. <laughs> No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Let me just try this. Let me just have the beginning. I'm fa- I am... I find myself becoming more and more fascinated by the song Africa by Toto. I believe it's yeah. Toto. Is it just for the line, uh, the something rises over the Serengeti? I don't know. I just... It's, it's, I, I think it... I'm coming close to saying Africa by Toto is the best song of all time. No. I'm, oh, no. I, no, I really, really am. Rises over the Serengeti. Yeah. We've got Julie waiting. Julie's waiting. Julie's oh, waiting. Julie would understand. I preferred it when you sat out there. Oh. No, well, no, but but, but stay. I don't talk nonsense. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's that's all I'm capable of doing. Good evening, Julie. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kath. Mm. Good um, evening. 
<laughs> I, I just, oh, Julie. We, we can't hear you. <laughs> Hello? Oh, Jesus. We can't hear hello? you. Yeah, we can't hear hello? you. Hello? Hello? Right, okay. S- say hello one oh, more time hello. and get cut off. Right, there we go. Okay, fine. I just, I couldn't hear her. I couldn't hear her. What do you want me to do? Spend ten minutes of a woman going, hello? 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 Ten, you wanted ten minutes of that? Well, we've listened to ten minutes of worse. We've listened to ten minutes of a man finding directions. <laughs> so somewhere that there was no one there. Right, let me call her back then. Let me call her back. I can do this. And it's just for you. Welcome to the O2 messaging. I don't blame her. No, she's not answering because she hasn't got flipping signal. I nearly saw then. Um, Do it again. I'm trying to hang up. Right, I'll do it again. But she hasn't got a signal. That's why. But idiots that phone up and don't have signals make me puke. Welcome to the O2 messaging service. The person. She's got a signal. Oh, well, I'm not wasting any more time with her. She can piss off if you're <gasps> concerned. Oh! Africa! And more than a hundred ever more... I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some research, but I'm pretty close to calling that as the most perfect song. I can tell song. you why. Right. It's got some cracking key changes in it. It's not even the key changes. It's when the, harm, it's when the vocals split and one goes up and one goes down. I saw Anthony Hopkins' daughter play some songs at a, in a pub once. Did you? Yeah. He didn't. They don't talk anymore, do no, they? No, I know. No, I know. He was Where's there. She? He was there, actually. Oh. He came along. As, I was comparing. It was night, night. My mate put on in a pub in Highgate. And um, he came along and watched it. What's she sing? Really crap songs. Oh. How, how many firemen does it take to revive a choking pigeon? Answer too many. While some might praise their compassion for stricken creatures, other, others may think these firemen should have better things to do. I hate it. I used to be. I used to be one of these people that would. Uh, but the switchboard is empty. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. That would um, pour scorn on um, James. Do you want to get that phone call? No. If it's uh, not too much of an inconvenience. Thank you very much indeed. I used to pour scorn on the fire brigade and police rescuing animals and so yeah, I remember it was a waste of money. We had them time. on uh, the other place, and you Talk went through a one. list of different animals. Yeah. Did when I... would you intervene? Oh, a fo- uh, fox. A fox in a box. A frog on a log. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, that was funny, but then because I saw they rescued a pigeon. Then I saw but, a video of some a policeman, I think in New Zealand or maybe it was America. Um, there was a there was a duck stood by the side of a road, and the policeman came along and she stood by a drain and they opened the drain and they reached down, they pulled out, just kept pulling out ducklings, pulling it and and they all once they were all there, the mum turned away and I just thought flipping it, that is what life is all about. So these these fire uh, fighters rescuing a pigeon, I'm I'm up for it. Uh, for after they'd ensured everyone was safe following an arson attack on a disused bus depot, they turned their attention to other victims of the blaze, several pigeons that were unconscious as a result of inhaling smoke. Why didn't they do the pigeons first? Screw those people, they can run. The firemen used a tube to administer oxygen and fed the birds drops of water. Sim Wright, a marine biologist who works next door to the depot in Colchester, photographed three of the rescue team as they worked to save the pigeons, seen by many as urban pests rather than assets. Yeah, Daily Mail, you also say that about Poles and Muslims. Mr Wright, 49, said, We heard what sounded like explosions coming from the depot. I could see the fire brigade were looking for people in the building, and when they were sure no one was trapped, they turned their attention to the birds. So they follow procedure. He's not going to diss them, is he? Because this is a man who spends his life looking after fish. 
They were carrying the birds out by hand. They got them... What do you mean he looks after fish? He's a marine biologist. They got them onto the ground and they started feeding them water out of a cap to revive them. Then they used a tube to feed them oxygen, which really seemed to do the trick. I was really taken with the care they were displaying. Obviously, their first priority is for humans. But once they had ascertained there was no one in there, it was really great to see how quickly they turned their attention to the birds. I just thought they should be commended for it. Um, An Essex County Fire and Rescue Service spokesman said of Friday's incident, this is a great example of the compassion our firefighters show on a daily basis. Our priority will always be protecting human life from risk. But in this particular case, firefighters were able to extinguish the fire and make the area safe with such efficiency that they were able to go above and beyond in offering care to pigeons who'd been affected by the smoke. I think that's brilliant. And the Daily Mail is um, being all snarky about it. But others may think these firemen should have better things to do. If they had, they would. Yeah. Did, did anyone die in that area because the firemen were um, put, giving oxygen to a bird? The other thing that gets ignored is when they're doing these things like cutting, you know, dogs free from fences yep. and foxes from boxes and frogs from logs. What they're doing is practising yes. various techniques that they may not get to practise otherwise. So, for example, I don't know. I'm sure that... As, I don't know, a kitten might be saved in the same way as a, as a pigeon? Yes. Also, if they weren't there saving pigeons' lives, they'd just be in the office pumping off and watching pornography. And eat shepherd's pie. That's what they do. It's a joke, guys. It's a joke. It's a joke. They're not allowed they'd be to have, stripping. They're not allowed to have weightlifting equipment in there anymore. <laughs> Good evening, Julie! Good evening. Can you hear me? Hello? Just about. <laughs> just about. You're living on a thin line. Um, I wanted to call up um, just to offer a bit of empathy and support and love for Jules that oh, called up. Grow up. Got a spot on my back I'm going to squeeze while I'm talking to you. Oh, God. No one to squeeze him for me anymore. Yes, you go on then, get on with it. Um... Sorry, that was that was aggressive. This Go is on, after get... you've been saying, isn't it great that firefighters are empathetic towards pigeons? <laughs> and then Jules comes on, sorry, um, Julie comes on to be empathetic towards Jules and you shout at her and tell her to get on with it. I think it. it's the same person. Just, and, and has not come up with a particularly convincing... Pseudonym. Yeah, I was going to say I, mean, I, I know, it, it was a bit unimaginative of me. Go on, Julie, I'm just, sorry, I'm being me, go on. He is. I just, wanted to, I just wanted to offer her sympathy and empathy. Um, I was in a situation similar, not the same, but similar, and I think that because she feels blessed and privileged with what she has, she doesn't feel that she has a right um, or a valid reason to, to be upset. And I, I hope that she does have friends around her who are supportive, because when I was going through something, all my friends were like, well, you've got nothing to complain about, look at what you've got. So I just wanted to say that uh, I went to see a counsellor, and that helped me a lot. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that, you know, she could always consider that. And When, it's, I hope that when, you, when we are at of... our lowest and at our bleakest and everything looks dark and grey, it's hard to imagine that there is uh, uh, um, there is another option, that there is light at the end of the tunnel. I, I, I know my situation is completely different, but, you know, leaving and getting divorced and moving out is a tough one, man. Um, and particularly when you've had, which I haven't, but when you've had years, decades of someone belittling you and humiliating you and bullying you, 
Um, it, you lose all self-confidence and all you all sense of what you, who you are as a human being. But exactly, um, I, I, I um, uh, you know, she was very brave making that phone call. She sounds like a lovely human being, and um, you know, I'm sure things can and will get better for her. I'm sure. May take may take a while. It will take a while. It doesn't happen overnight, but it will get better. Yes, it will. And um, yes, yeah, so I just wanted to kind of share Thank her a little Julie. bit of love because uh, I, I know she felt a bit awkward about phoning up, yeah. but uh, she's not alone. Nice one, Julie. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Monday to. Friday, 10 o'clock at night. Uh, listen on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. Good evening, Marty. Hi, Ian. Hi, Kath. How are you guys? Uh, hey. Fine, thanks. What you got for us, man? Uh, nothing much. Uh, oh. I was just listening early. Oh, well, okay. No, I'm pretty excited, because on Sunday I'm off to Germany for my boy's birthday. He's seven. Beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, man. What a so thrill. That's pretty cool. The last time I saw him, actually, you were in the jungle, dude. Wowzers. Okay, well, hang yeah. on. You're not saying I have to go back in the jungle again, are you? Because I really would rather no. not. No, but actually, I managed to watch you, dude, um, from like four different countries. I saw you a bit this here is, in Canada. This is, a, this is a proper fan. Forget all there these slackers go. on YouTube and all these idiots on Twitter. Marty is a proper, proper fan. But be honest, Marty, did you like him in the jungle, but now he's out hating him? <laughs> no, else no, does. not at all. No, no, my opinion remain, has always remained well, the same. Maybe you can answer this, Marty. When I went into the jungle, I had 52,000 followers on Twitter. Shortly after mm-hmm. coming out of the jungle, I had 104,000 followers. 104,000 followers on Twitter. I've now got 98.7 thousand. That means I've lost 5,300 followers on Twitter. What the hell is going on, man? Well, who cares about them people, dude? I care, man. It's all about numbers. Life, we're all judged on numbers. All right. Well, maybe you do have to go back in the jungle or Celebrity Big Brother or something. I'd do, I'd do Big Brother if they offered me a big fat check. Of course I would. Of course I would. I'd do Celebr- it. Maybe, maybe something like Celebrity Big Brother Canada. Or well, I don't That's think what I'm you need to do, dude. Famous in get, get into Amer- the American market. Or the Canadian market. Well, well Catherine, well, I emailed 50 radio stations in New York a couple of weeks ago asking if, you know, if we, if, asking to open a dialogue. I reached out to them to open a dialogue. Not one of them got... Are you strangling seagulls? <laughs> I'm at the beach with my dog. Is your dog strangling seagulls? Are you strangling your dog? No, she's chasing the seagulls. Yes, man. Yeah. Get in there, seagull pie. She go by and she's rolling. I was actually just thinking when I was on hold to you because she's rolling around on the rocks here. Nope. Like, how could that be comfortable? Dogs are so weird. Nice, nice scratch though, isn't it? It's a good, good old scratch. That's what it is, I guess. It's good old I scratch. Guess. My dog roll, rolls around scratch. in fox poo. Oh, lovely. Yeah, what's the, I mean, the dog, dogs are weird. I don't like dogs. I, I don't like dogs. I'm never getting a dog again. A big mistake getting a dog. Cats, cats all the way. I, and I, I've been thinking I might get a, a, a couple of Russian hamsters. What? What's a Russian hamster? It's a tiny little really cute hamster. They eat each other eventually. 
But um, cool. I saw them once in, in Pets R Us or whatever it's called. Pet Stop or whatever. And um, I'm buying a house and I'm, uh, I'm buying a house, right? It's the first time I've lived properly, apart from the last two years in this bedsit. It's the first time I've lived properly on my own, right? In a, in a, is a, is, is, you know, a fair sized house, not huge, but it's a fair sized mm-hmm. house. It's in the middle of nowhere and it's my, it's in an area that I've never lived any, I've never lived before, about an hour away from home. It's a, it's, it's, it, it, I've got no connection with this place. So I'm worried that I'm going to go lo- get lonely and go nuts. So if I've got some pets, right, that are quite low maintenance and cute and aren't a dog, then I might be, um, that will stop me going nuts, won't it? That sounds like a pretty good plan to me, dude. I mean, the, the dogs are a lot of work. I kind of, yeah. you know, if I could go back eight years in time, I would probably change my mind and not get this dog. Well, but... you've got another eight years of the dog. That's it. You're halfway through it. I know, dude. What are you going to do? Well, you, well, there's always sacks and bricks, but I, you Whoa, know. Whoa, no. No, no. Okay, I'm just saying. No, we're not. We're not only in league. No, no, no. I'm joking. <laughs> um, but you're right. A dog having a dog is like having an 18-month-old child for 15 years. That's what it's like. <laughs> so much hard work. Yeah, it's too much hard work, especially this one here. She's way too much work, man. Um, um, listen, also, I was actually going to say something. I was calling because uh, that dude earlier, Richard, was talking about, and you were talking about Stanley Kubrick, yeah. and they were filming in South London. Uh, one thing that has completely ruined movies and TV experiences for me is living in Vancouver. Yeah. Is there's so much stuff filmed here. Oh, yeah. So, like, recently you were talking about The Crossing. You know, that's filmed here. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, that was filmed here. And you just, like, find yourself, I don't know, like, through the whole movie, just, oh, I know where that is. I recognize that place. They quite often do you it know? as New York. They use they use Canada a lot as New York. There's, um, yeah, there's a Jackie Chan film, Rumble in the Bronx, set in New York. But if, if you look, there are mountains in the background. <laughs> you don't have mountains in New York. No, you certainly don't. Sometimes you're just walking down the street, dude, and there's, you know, New York, there's five or six New York cabs lined up. Yeah. Um, what, what else? Mission Impossible. One well, I was Mission in a film. Impossible. I was in a film years ago with Angelina Jolie and Clive Owen, and it was supposed to be in London, and it was filmed in um, Montreal. And they had, oh, really? they, had, they had a couple of uh, of you know London double decker buses there. It was the weirdest thing. The weirdest thing that um, it's all it's all to do with money and tax breaks and things, isn't it? Well, that's it. I mean, that's what I was just going to say too. We have this big place here where the cruise ships come in, called Canada Place. And for one of the Mission Impossible films, I can't remember which one, but they turned that into, you know, New Delhi. Wow. So, wow. You know. Hey, Martin, you no, listen, do? safe travels. Enjoy the boy. Thank you very much. Thank Speak you, you guys Take soon. care. Ta-ta. Let's go to Damien. Good evening, Damien. Hiya. Hiya. What you got for us, Damien? Nothing much. Have you had a good show? I've not been able to hear you. Oh, mate! We've had a bl- we've had a blinder of a show. You need to go back and listen to it either on the Talk Radio website or on my YouTube channel. Honestly, I'm not exaggerating, am I, Kath? No, it's a belter. It's an absolute belter tonight, Damien. Well, we'll give it a go after. I'm phoning uh, really to uh, apologise for to Sting and the police the other night. I've gone back and been listening to them, and the lyrics were fantastic. I should never have done them down on national radio. You did that really bad joke, didn't you, about the police? I did, but, but I've started listening to them now, and they're absolutely lyrical geniuses, were they? What's your favourite? A do-do-do, a da-da-da. <laughs> that one, um, since you've been gone, I've been lost without a trace. That one's good, that one. I don't know if that's... The, I don't think that's the police, is it? 
I don't know who it is. Yeah, it is. Every step you, every breath you take. Oh, that's the stalking song, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're enjoying the police. I like um. Giant steps are what you take. Walking on on the moon. moon. Uh, Your legs don't break. Walking on, walking on the moon. Do you know what my favourite one is? Yeah. Every little thing she does is magic. Magic. I like like the singles by the police. The albums are a little bit tedious. Nah, I didn't listen to them. And that that one he did on his own. Fields or something. Oh, Fields of Gold. I'm an alien. I'm a legal alien. I'm an Englishman in New York. When did he stop doing the Jamaican accent? Oh, I'm an alien. Um, no, it's not a space alien. He's actually isn't it? It's a legal term. Uh, well, thanks, yeah, Damien. Yeah, he's like a, jo- a Geordie Jamaican, isn't it? Yeah, but he stopped that. Then he went posh. He wrote a musical, didn't he, about the docks and the steelworks and all of that. I don't know if there's steelworks in Newcastle. For Broadway. Broadway musical starring Jimmy Nail. <laughs> I think it lasted about three performances. People didn't understand it. I don't it. want no. nobody else. I love you. She's, She's lying. lying. <laughs> <laughs> now, that is a song, Damien. <laughs> anyway, take care. I'll speak to you soon. Up your bum. Sally's telling me on Twitter I should get um, a rabbit. No, 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 no. What about no. a daegu? Uh, don't you can't call them that. <laughs> the rabbit. I I I or killed. Chinchilla. I killed two rabbits in the space of about three weeks. Didn't not 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 good with rabbits. Not good with rabbits. But the boys only know about one. The boys only know that one died. Yeah. Um, ran away to the woods and came back. Came back. A bit came different. Back about four weeks later, a little bit smaller. Um, <laughs> no. no I, I'm, I'm hoping that when I move, I can take the cat with me. But I, it, it, it was broached to the children, and, and they got a bit upset. So I need I need to tread carefully around that. I need to. It would be best for the cat because she's a very old lady, and I don't think she's got long left. And it would be nice for her to live somewhere in the middle of nowhere um, and away from the dog. But I did broach it, and the kids got a little bit. Mm. So we'll see. But yeah, I, I think Russian hamsters. I think that'd be fun, man. Be fun. I'll have them. I'll, I'll um, have them climbing all over my body. How did they escape? They will escape. I can yeah, see it. It's going to be wicked. They escape and then they, they hide in the wall and they breathe. Knowing your look, yeah, you'll get a male and female. And yeah, of course. And babies. No, they eat the babies. Oh, don't. Well, it saves on food. It's life. Whoa, life. No, life. Full life. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. It's quite like Desiree. Then she did that. Um... Oh, I meant to do that. Do the story about copyright. Oh, well, it's too late now. It's too late. Are we doing the here's what you could have won section? Let's do uh, let's do a story about sex. Grin up north. It's where saucy couples have the most sex. I need to get I need to get up north. Couples. Well, I've been down south and I've been to the black country. No, I don't mean that. Don't even know what that means. That sounds that sounds horrible. No. Couples in Manchester and Liverpool have more sex than anyone else in the country. Careful how you say that. Residents of the North West make love to their partners an average of 17 times a month. Flipping it, man. Be sore. Why did they get any work done? Well, this is it. It's why they're all signing on. That is a joke. That is a joke. That is a joke. You know me, guys. That is a joke. That's not... I don't normally do um, area-specific bigotry. One of his best friends is Mancunian. Well, so apparently he's allowed to make racist jokes. You're you're a plastic mank. <gasps> the South East, Northern Ireland, East Midlands and Wales are the other regions to make it into double figures in the poll of over 18s. Well, I'd hope they'd be over 18. 
But in the southwest, couples only manage it on average twice a month. While those in Scotland and northeast England score four times in that month, Londoners make do with seven sessions between the sheets a month. (laughs) Sessions. All those surveyed were in committed relationships, so the results do not include serial daters and bed-hopping bachelors. The study into beliefs about luck also found the average lovemaking session lasts for 19 minutes and 22% prefer to do it in the morning compared to 19% at night. I can't do it in the morning. Who's timing? Who's timing? Oh, I always have a stopwatch. (laughs) Um, Do you start it when the telly goes off? That's 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 a little bit of um, adult humour there for the mums and dads yeah. listening there. A little I've bit, little bit that. of blue, little bit of blue for uh, for the mums and dads. It gets a, gets a little bit, little bit raunchy towards the end of the show, guys. And I hope you appreciate that. The kids are asleep. Time for some adult fun. Time for a little bit of. Oh God. Hey, by the way, Kath, what do you prefer, pencils or pencil sharpeners? Um, well, it depends. To be honest, it depends what kind of mood I'm in. So you'd like pencil sharpeners, would you? Oh, you know, depends what needs doing. I don't like pencils. I'm totally a pencil sharpener kind of guy. You're lying to yourself. And on that bombshell, we should say Paul Ross is up after the news. Thank you. Good night.